Hair 326B, Section A is out of place. <laughs> What's that one? I said th Section 3, uh, Hair 326B is out of place. Oh, man, I need to uh, I need to fix that. You can hear me, right? Because this I is my shitty you. mic. I can hear you just fine. Huh. Now, Jack is here, too. Yes. He, he has... Uh, he has a hat on, so I don't know if his hair is out of place. But he's young, so his hair doesn't need to be in place. How do I get this to just be? There we go. God almighty. Always got to learn new stuff. Well, welcome to the Old Fart Morning Show, where Chad and I are up very early. And, you know, I thought this was a good idea at the time. And I'm like thinking this is not such a good idea now. <laughs> Why? I just, it's a little too tired. A little like, whoa, if I got I to gotta wake up at 5 a.m., and get to the airport by six because uh, my flight's at seven thirty a.m. out to Vegas. And uh, what's funny is Matt Baldoni doesn't wake up till noon, uh, and I don't know if the buses are running, so I don't know if I got to get an Uber because Matt ain't gonna show up. He's not gonna wake up at noon. Um, and uh, or if the if the buses are running, then I I gotta like take the bus, but they gotta sneak into the house and say hi because he's watching over it for me. So, but in either case, I don't have a, I don't have a ride if the buses don't run and I'm, I'm operating about half capacity right now. So that's about it. What are you guys up to? What time is it there, Jack? Is it a normal hour there? Yeah, it's uh 3 PM. 3 PM. Yeah. I like, you got it. You got it, Jack. That's almost good. progress. No, three, three is, <laughs> I was talking to TJ and I was telling him that I was rereading 33 strategies of war and it, I just kept going. I'm like, I can't say it. So I you heard it. You win. At least you didn't say Freddy free. So that no. is oh. drastic improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, it's the older brother podcast. Uh, do you guys want to get right into it? Because I have some uh, some interesting uh, articles. That's what we do here. Articles. Um, but uh, and it's and it's all everybody else suffering and not us. As long as we approach it correctly, as long as we understand, as long as we don't let these things bother us, it's going to bother all the right people. All right. So it's going to be an exercise in stoicism here as well. You guys excited on this? I mean, what else is there to do at 758 <laughs> a.m.? Right. Know, right. Well, why, why did you, what did you need to get up for early chat? I mean, I don't I don't know why. Were you just like trying to make a behavioral change or what? Well, yeah, like I'm staying up way too late these days. I'm sleeping way too late. Um, I've got an 11 a.m. Zoom meeting with the new client, which would be pretty lucrative. So I figured this was a great way to get up, get some caffeine, get sure. some socializing in. Did you go to your Baskin Robbins or? No, I just did the old Minnesota Viking oh. purple uh, <laughs> monster. <laughs> God, those are nasty. God, Jack, mm. they got that in Holland or Be yeah. Netherlands or Belgium. Really, they got yeah, those monster cans? We got the monster cans. But, Chad, oh. you're, you're pretty much self-sufficient in everything, right? Like, you make up <laughs> your own terms when it comes to finances and everything. You have complete freedom, don't you? Uh, I mean, I guess that's one way of putting it. But um, I just think it's healthier to be on some kind of steady schedule here. That's oh, yeah. why I'm going to try to keep doing this. I want to get up early tomorrow, you know? Mm. But if you wanted, you could just roll out of bed at 3 p.m. or something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> that's that sounds right better. there. <laughs> yeah, it sounds better than it is. I mean, what time do you usually get up? 
Uh, four or five a.m. A.m. Oh, a.m. Okay. A.m. Yeah, because I'm I'm not an evening person, and I'm way more productive in the morning. But I have to get at work at eight thirty. So the earlier I go get out of bed, the more I can do that I actually like. Like this morning, I got out, got up at five, shot a video, narrated a chapter, went for a run, trained, and wrote a bit. And read a bit, and, and then you well, went to work. Well, and then it was eight,、mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's my day off. So yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> what time? Oh, yeah, you, yeah. I'm just wondering what time you go to bed because that's my issue. I stay up too late.、Uh, depends. Mostly around eight. I just lie down and I just fall asleep gradually. Even when the sun's still out. Well, I have curtains. Oh, I know that would drive me nuts. That's just that's like sacrilege. If the sun is out, you can't. That's just like a rule. I can't go to bed when the sun's out. There's shit to do. That's like that's extra playtime when you were a kid. You could stay out till nine. I remember that. Like, no, I don't want to go to bed. The sun is still out. Sun's still out. You have to go to bed for no reason at all, just because we obscurely say so. But I have、parents. a Game Boy with a nightlight, so every time my parents would leave the room, I'd just sit there with my Game yeah, Boy. Yeah, well, we had books, and it fucking sucked. And then you might as well go to bed. <laughs> oh yeah, you were old. <laughs> yes, I was old. This was before. God, I think yeah, the Game Boy was the first handheld, and that was I think maybe I was even in college by that time. I don't know. That is some good old-fashioned engineering. You know about the Game Boy that survived the Gulf the the Gulf War? No, what happened? Was it in、It's、Iraq in or something? In New York. Okay. There is a Game Boy that survived the Gulf War. It was in a、um, in an explosion, like it completely melted, but the screen still works. Okay,、and、you can still play on it. <laughs> like, just amazing. It's in a museum in New York. I don't know which one. Must be a pretty bored museum if they're stretching that for. Hey, this is the Game Boy that didn't that didn't blow up. I think、uh, you know. Here's the bowling ball that was kind of not round. I'm expecting other <laughs> exciting museum pieces like that. This isn't exactly the Smithsonian, I presume. Nah, no. Okay, yeah. Anyway, Jack. Now you, you、uh, trust me from a veteran who like had it all, and I could sleep until whatever. Yeah, it's great for about maybe a month at most to sleep until one or three in the afternoon,、yeah. and then you feel like this welfare collecting piece of shit, degenerate scumbag. Who just watches daytime TV and you you're disgusted with yourself.、Mm-hmm. Uh, some people aren't. Some people, you know, they're welfare bums. <laughs> But if you're the slight, you don't even have to be a hard worker. You just have to have the slightest bit of self respect, and then you feel disgusted with yourself. And then、uh, that's what I've been having problems handling with lately. <laughs> well, what about? Can you handle the late night stuff? That started to get to me too. Where、I、all just... of a sudden you're two a.m. and you're like, no one's around. See, I'm getting to. I, I was enjoying that way too much. You know, it's quiet.、Uh, there's not any distractions. I can read the stuff that I haven't had a chance to read during the day. Okay. So I'd say up till two or three. Get up at eleven, and that's just not the best way to go through life. I think. Well, what about? I don't know what it's like over in your neighborhood, there, Jack. But I mean, at least you have bars that are open till four a.m., right, Chad? Well, yeah, but we can't go to any of them, you know. Well, not now. But I'm just saying, in general, once we go back to normal. <laughs> um, <But> yeah. <laughs> TJ, hey, I hate to Chad. I hate to admit it when the boys have it right. And TJ, and I think Jack and TJ, and TJ. No, it was on masculine gig. TJ said, 
um, social distancing will never go away because girls are going to use it from hence on to get to, to basically to refuse men if they get too close or find to get rid of ugly men or, Oh, he wasn't practicing social distancing. Like this is now going to be part of not only the lexicon and our vocabulary, but this is going to be a new concept, a new quote weapon uh, that women will use. Like, Oh, he wasn't practicing safe social distancing. And I'm just thinking like, <laughs> He he may be fucking right. He might be right. I think that's an astute observation, actually. I hadn't thought of that. Well, what are they calling it over in Europe, Jack? Is there a, a Belgian are, word for it? Or what? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. They're calling it the six-foot society. Six-foot six society. Yeah. They're tall out there. No, so, as in the distance you need to keep. Right. <laughs> well, that's an awful lot of acronyms. Yeah. Although I guess social distancing has the same amount, roughly. Yeah, but I'm translating it for you. Like in Dutch, it's called the anderhalve meter samenleving. So, <laughs> oh, is that all it's called? Yes. <laughs> oh, try. Go ahead. It's not that hard. A lot oh, of no, the anderhalten Maybelline. Maybelline. Maybe he was born with it. Maybe right. it's Maybelline. Right. Uh, Can I tell you guys a quick social distancing story from yesterday? Please do. Please do. Um. All right. I've already bitched about this on here. I'm sure. So I'm running around, um, you know, we went running, you remember the route, we went north, then yes. east, then south, and then we turned back west. So mm -hmm. I'm just about done with my run on Leland. Were you on Raven's Wood? No, no, this is when uh, we passed my office, and now we're basically heading home. More you know, that little stretch. Yeah. A little, little stretch on south of Lawrence. Okay. Yeah, Leland. Yes. So um, I'm almost there. I'm like, you know, got two or three minutes left. And coming towards me is this this fat couple, like this fat uh, dude and this fat woman. And, you know, it became a game of chicken because they're not moving <laughs> from the sidewalk. And, you know, they're the ones that have the room. And you know, they're, they're fat. Yeah. And listen, man, I'm not proud of what I did. I actually felt bad about this when I got home. So this fucker is not moving out of the way. So I just kind of squeezed by him. My arms are out. Got a little chicken wing there. Really? You yeah. Did this? Yeah, but I'm pissed because he he's, he goes to me. He goes, social distancing, man. And this dude wasn't wearing a mask. His fat girlfriend or wife wasn't wearing a mask. And I I just kind of lost my temper and I turned. And I go, fuck you, fatty. And nice. I ran off. Good, good. Uh, yeah, I'm but, proud of you. You shouldn't feel bad, but you did instigate it. Couldn't you just have ran around them? I mean, they're two no. fat people. No, <laughs> no. The way they the would have them in with their gravitational pull. There was that. You know, I was drawn because sure, they were so sure. event horizon <laughs> practically. Yeah, but I mean, no. What really happened was they were on. They were coming towards me. They were on the right side. Were there closer to the street? Like okay. I would have run around them if I could have. There just wasn't like a way to do it because I was. You up couldn't in go into the street. You couldn't go into the no. grass or anything. No, no, the cars, it was on Ashland, so it was super busy. They could have slid over to the grass, and um, they just refused to. They they weren't wearing a mask is what pissed right. me off so much. And then they're yelling at me about social distancing. But oh. I, felt, I felt bad about it because, remember, what's my rule about insulting people? I don't know you had one that they have well, to do something to you first. I, I, I don't no, no, know. like you only do that. If, like if it's someone you'd never want to change places with, you know, it's oh. better better not to do it. But I just lost my temper yesterday. Feel bad about it. 
I know, Jack, how do we rule? How do we judge uh, the young Chad Elkins here? <laughs> I do believe he gets a two-point asshole credit for that. Two a credit. He's well. I know he's a credit, but I'm I'm talking more morally here. I'm I'm trying to figure out. Oh, if don't he did feel it. bad. There yeah. are, there, the world would be better if more people did what Chad did and tell fat people <laughs> to fuck off. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Have, you get. In other words, you get truth points. Yes. Um. And if they were being dicks and there was no other way for you to get around, they knew, damn well knew what they were doing. Well, that's what I'm trying to emphasize here. I was not trying to be an asshole. They just gave me no choice. And if they hadn't said anything to me, tried to shame me, I wouldn't have said anything myself. Yeah, I think you're well within your rights. I think you did advance society. You did society good. Now they're not going to listen to you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, and, and you did one for the team. You reminded these fat, ugly people they were fat and ugly. <laughs> uh, and I, I think you are free to have uh, no guilt, no shame. Uh, well, th thank you. That was pretty much the only thing I wanted to chat about right. from my end this morning. <laughs> I, really I would say, yeah, you shouldn't feel bad, but I would not have wristed elbowing the guy. Well, I didn't elbow him. It's just there was only, you know, a certain amount for me to kind of squeeze by them. And if no, none of them were moving, so I had no choice but to kind of brush past them there was oh no you were room. like doing this you were like trying to ram no no, no. Oh. i wasn't like trying to hurt anybody but i had to squeeze by and they saw me this was not an innocent thing and no, they just no, weren't yeah. moving okay no. Right. no then you're totally within the right i thought like you you rammed them a no, little no. bit and i'm like well that could get you assault if they're really finicky no. So, no, uh, it was inevitable because the guy who was closest to me coming on this the sidewalk would not move just right. wouldn't move so how fat were they? Were they just like slightly overweight or rotund? What no, they? the, like they're getting to the point where um, you can't say overweight. You can say they may be in the obese category. Not morbidly obese, though. No, no, no. Just obese. I'm trying to think of an example. Yeah, obese. Yeah. Oh, they're obese. OK. Yeah. No, I, I think you're fair. I, you got to You got to get those. I don't know what it is with some fat people, but they think that. You know, they got, it's like the hot, the ugly chick that acts like she's hot so she could shoot you down before you never ask her out, mm -hmm. <laughs> if that makes any sense. But, you know, these, these people got to be dicks to have some kind of feeling of authority, I guess. I don't know. I think I it's pampering. Well, I, I would have been cool with it if they just hadn't, if the guy hadn't said anything, you know? Right. Because he, he's fat. He knows it. Uh, clap your hands. But has then no he, mask. yeah, has no mask. But yeah, then when he, when he. Then secondarily, hey man, social distance. You had yeah. ever, what are they going to do? Chase you down? I barely That's kept the other up with thing. You. He can't run. I would outrun him, you know, in thirty seconds. Hmm. It's the same threat I give uh, modern life. John is like when we go and we we have our ultimate Duke out fight in the Nevada desert. Uh, there is no ring. I just get to use the entire desert and run around entire amount, and then because he's bigger than me, but he's 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 an overweight fuck. So <laughs> you you are quite the runner. You caught on to that. You caught on to the. He's not. Thing. He's not that overweight. I he he can stand. <laughs> he could stand to lose a few pounds, but he does jujitsu. I guess I I'm just giving him guff. But uh, you know that that's now a, a running gag between me and him. But I'm not necessarily against it. I'm not necessarily against it because I don't know. It would it would raise awareness for some fucking thing or other. I don't know. <laughs> raise awareness for middle aged guys fighting in the desert. Uh, but no, Chad, I think you I think you did fine. You can forgive yourself. Um, I don't know. You may be reported to some tattletailing Nazi website. Karen. You know, some, Karen, what, yeah. Karen. Is that the a website now? Karen. Hang on. 
Somebody must have done it by now. Karen.com. Let's see. What's the male equivalent to Karen if there is one? I Kareem say or... no. uh, This is... I don't have any idea what this site is. There's no reason to go to Karen.com. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Let's go to Karen. Male, Karen male equivalent. I've been trying to flipping the term Steve. I just Steve is just such Steve. a yeah such a well there's there's already a uh, a poll on it here oh here are the results Kevin nah. Kevin huh I don't that's not like Kevin a, from a, sales it's already yeah a, Kevin from sales oh, we all like Kevin good. from sales even though he's banging our wife <laughs> yours maybe we're not into that Todd Todd mm. yeah Chad. I feel like it has to be two syllables, you know, Karen, like Aaron and Karen. What's see, but Karen has that like when you picture Karen, I picture an overweight baby boomer woman. With you know, the haircut. Or, or yeah, with a haircut. I mean it, it it's up. Chad, Chad already has that dude bro thing. Greg, maybe we know a Greg. Um, and he doesn't fit that, but Greg is kind of a I've known some cool Gregs. What's a lame Brad Kyle? Steve, Stephen, Steve. Oh, what do we got? Let's go Asim? see y'all. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Mexican equivalent. Mexican. <laughs> Where's Dude, our moderator? Oh, he's he might actually be sleepy. Greg, Brad, Kyle. Oh, here's Steve or Carl. Carl, maybe. Carl. Someone votes for Steve again. Mark, Jerry. Jerry. I like Jerry. That Mm. Gary, Larry, Daniel, Jared, Richard, Kenneth. Oh, Kenneth. That's Kenneth. Not Double, mm. you know, Kevin, Kenneth. Kenneth. Mm. I think Kenneth might, might be the one. There's a Reddit thread about this. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think Kenneth might be, but eh, it doesn't matter. So. Uh, anyway, uh, Jack, you got to get going here on your own show, right? Uh, oh, my, I, uh, I shifted it over to tomorrow. You didn't, you I uploaded didn't. my own video, and now I can stay longer. Oh, okay. All right, good. Uh, well, let's get to this. Um, Chad, I know this is going to hurt you. From Newsweek, an emphasis on week. Uh, Dr. Fauci says football is perfect environment to spread coronavirus. Are you going to be okay <laughs> with this, Chad? <laughs> Man, I was just telling my parents the other day, this silver line of this quarantine, I really, truly don't care about the sports balls anymore. It's good. I, I'm glad to see that progress, that beforehand, even when sports ball was playing, you kind of got rid of it, and now you're perfectly fine without it. Sure, there's other ways. I mean, like I tell Jack, I still like bad European soccer teams, but you know, mm. beyond that. <laughs> I like the Netherlands... Uh... I think it's the lacrosse team. Soccer. Is it soccer? Yeah, the orange. Which is the orange socks? The great one. Show, but hey, Jack, why do you got a look of uh, of quizzicalness on your face? Don't, don't you know the Netherlands soccer team? Yeah, I I was confused by the lacrosse thing. I didn't oh, even know lacrosse. we had one. <laughs> well, maybe it's Netherlands women's soccer team. Oh, yeah. If you just in, do in Europe, image, it's called football, actually, because you play. Yeah, <laughs> Germans went that way. Go that way, Hitler. Oh, shut up. Those stupid Americans. Uh, yeah, John Cleese has a great bit about that, by the way. Now, is it spelled football or is it spelled F-O-O-T-ball? 
football. F U T F O F O. Yeah. Netherlands women football team. Yeah, they're if you're hot. In Mexico, it's with a U. Football. Football. In Spain, we call it football. Well, shut the fuck up, are you goddamn? I don't know why I'm so pissed about that. The whole rest of the world, but we call it. I don't give a shit what your shitty country calls it. Oh, we kick a ball here. You want to talk about a boring fucking sport? Oh, my God. Does soccer fucking suck? Yeah. Like, hockey, there's some fighting, and they're on skates and on ice, and they got sticks. Basketball, you slam dunk. There's a little bit of athleticism. Soccer, you're dribbling, 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 kick, dribbling, dribbling, kick. Rugby is pretty cool. What's that? Rugby. Yeah, rugby. rugby. Cool. That's a man's even, game. I'll even get into cricket because I don't understand it. And I'm still trying to unlock the formula and the algorithm. Like, what the fuck are they Those doing? matches last like two days. And that's fine. But let me. Uh, yeah, they're all. I know this may shock you guys, but the football Netherlands girls soccer team, there's no obesity there. Nope. Obesity is not a problem. And uh, oh, God, there's a picture of that Megan Rapinoe. Yeah, I sincerely apologize for not kicking the youngster asses because if we did, you wouldn't have to suffer through that bitch. Wait, oh, so wait a minute, was that or what was Holland? Was it Holland or the Netherlands? It's the same thing. (laughs) Why the hell is there 18 fucking words? Holland is a province, one of the 12. Holland is a province, one of the 12. Netherlands is also a province? No, Netherlands is the country of which Holland is a province. Holland is a province. You saved our ass three times. You should know. But the Germans keep changing the map, man, and we don't give a shit. Like, you know what two countries I could never give a shit about, but I do want to visit? Like, But you never hear any – you never hear – a mention of them in any of the world wars, Liechtenstein and Luxembourg. It's just like, I guess Germany took them over in five minutes or maybe just bypassed them. I mean, what happened to them? Well, I know they're too small, but what happened to them, Jack? No idea. Liechtenstein. Isn't Luxembourg like one of the richest countries in the world? One of the richest countries in the world. You have to marry into it. Yeah. Yeah. But Liechtenstein and Luxembourg, I was just like, well, what happened to those during the war? I, I guess they just like sipped their espresso and watched the tanks go by. And that was Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Switzerland got got off pretty easy. Well, it's amazing what happens when you don't engage in a war. You tip, you tend to do better than the participants. Yes, no way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Sweden, I think was wasn't Sweden neutral in the war. Mm-hmm. The Scandinavian countries, I thought they. Got taken over. No, Norway got taken over. Finland fought the Russians because Russia invaded Finland. There was For reasons I don't know. Sledgewick and Holstein. I don't know if that was Denmark, but yeah, they they got Denmark taken was taken over. Yeah, but I think Denmark yeah. does. Denmark was the Dane. I know the Danes have Greenland hmm. and uh, Iceland. Isn't Iceland part of the Danish kingdom? Ah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. No idea. The John only reason Steele I know, in the chat. What's up? The only reason I know what Denmark is is because it's a peninsula that juts out from that smorgasbord of little countries in the lowness. That's the only reason. I know. And because Victor Borg is from there. Mm. But anyway, I hate European soccer. Uh, so continuing <laughs> on. Uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, has warned football is the perfect environment for the novel coronavirus to spread. Well, the NBA and the NHL were forced to halt the season because of the COVID-19 pandemic and the, and the uh, 
MLB, Major League Baseball had to postpone opening opening day indefinitely. Football has emerged relatively unscathed so far, aside from the NFL having to scrap plans to hold the draft in Las Vegas last month and conducting it remotely instead. So now we can we can still do the strap the drafting. We could still put our bets on drafting. Hmm. They hmm. they haven't canceled the draft, but they have canceled the uh, Victoria's Secrets fashion show. <laughs> so we could. Oh well, I have that was canceled in 2019, <laughs> but we'll we'll continue on with that later. Hmm. The NFL has previously stated it intends to kick off the 2020 season as scheduled on September 10th. A concept it further underlined on Thursday when it released its 256 game regular season slate. Before the NFL and college football, oh, we're going to go without the college football, Chad. Are you going to be okay with that? I'll be just fine with that because I heard that these schools may not even have students on campus. Wouldn't that be wonderful? It would. They've been ripping us off for years. Wouldn't even uh, the data I saw in one report, you know, who knows it's going to come true. They're estimating at least 10% less enrollment. Good. And these schools scream bloody murder. If the government cuts their budget by 2%, they get a 10% decrease. They are fucked. Hmm. And uh, was it U of Ohio cut uh, a fair amount of their diversity and race studies class or professors. Hmm. So it indicates to me, people are not going to school for that bullshit anymore. And the, on the higher end, it was 25%. And I'm thinking like, that would be heavenly, heavenly. And depending on the elasticity of the price of college, they are going to have to shed all of their diversity bullshit hires, all their assistant reserve middle management padded uh, managerial classes. It might go back to the olden days. There's a chancellor, a vice chancellor, a head of each department, and that, and then professors. And none of the women's diversity assistant living crap. None of that crap. None of that. <laughs> none of all of this uh not it's not only fluff, but the the, the entire welfare jobs program <laughs> that these colleges have become. That's all going to go away because at the top they're going to need professors to teach, and they're going to need admin, and they're going to get rid of every. You're going to see Democrats and socialists stabbing each other in the back just to keep the precious little jobs. It's going to be wonderful to see. And now no sports ball. <laughs> oh, oh. All these dumbass dude bros, well, I'm going to go play college ball. And if they got a scholarship, they're going to go major in good shit. Good for you. But you weren't. You're going to major in communications. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> and so I, I, that would be, I, you know what I might do? I might just go tour the U of M campus <laughs> because it's, I could find a parking space, right? You think I could find a parking space? Would be easy. Yeah. Would be easy. I bet you I could find a parking space, go walk around. Uh, <clears throat> before the NFL college football can return, however, teams have to ensure a number of key requirements are met as the sport in its present state is fertile ground for spreading coronavirus. Sweat as such won't transmit it, but if people are in such close contact as football players are on every single play, then it's the perfect setup for spreading. Yeah, but it, it won't jump to the fans, will it? 
Well, they're talking about having empty stadiums. They would play inside the stadiums with no fans. They'll live stream it like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. We, I wonder what the finances are looking like on our brand new sports ball stadium that we spent Lord knows how many billions on over the Twin Cities. So the Vikings, who've never won a Super Bowl, by the way, can't play in it this year. Or they can play in it, but there won't be no people in it. That is, And you know how those things heat themselves? No. Yeah. Same with way them all. With people, same way, or they heavily depend on people's body heat to heat it up. And I don't know if you guys knew this, it's kind of cold in the Twin Cities. So I'm wondering what the temperatures are going to be, you know, come winter time. Oh, oh. Is that an outdoor stadium or is it? A- no, no, no. And this is where not. So- oh, Cappy, go on. Sorry. I was going to say, this is, uh, we are not a real, we don't have a real football team like the Green Bay Packers. We have pu- we have pussies that play indoors. That's what we we have. And our our sports ball fans they have to like go indoors. They have to be very pampered. No, we we're not a real football team like the Green Bay Packers. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, sweat the perfect self. Fauci key member do 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 saying by NBC Peters King in his football morning in America column. How fucking dumb are we? Peter King in his football morning in America. Football morning. Implying what, gentlemen? That people care? No, no. What What does football morning in America column indicate? That not really people care, but they care so much what? That somebody made it a job to write a column about it. A column, but listen to the title, football morning in America. What does that imply? That people wake up and listen to this stuff, right? Is... And and you have the morning weather, and then you have what? The evening weather, the evening and the nighttime. <laughs> like there might be three more. You know, football afternoon in America column, football evening, football night, late night football in America. Because you're all a bunch of fat, bloated pieces of shit. Mate, you know what, Chad? I'm hoping to God that guy was like a Bears fan. Okay, I'm hoping that guy that you ran into was a Bears fan. Dude, there's no doubt. Everybody here is a fucking Bears fan, even though they and- suck. And his life, if you allow, if you allow yourself to dream a little bit, that guy can't wait to wake up in the morning and read Peter King's Football Morning in America. Hey, you guys want to look up Football Morning in America with Peter yes. King? Yes. Oh God, let's do it. Football. There's a show called NFL Live that's like an afternoon show. This thing will last two or three hours on ESPN. I've seen it. No, say what you want about the Yanks and football and things like that. But the the whole community around it, we don't have that here. Like I see some of these do bras and the sports team, and sometimes I do think like, huh, that's pretty neat. That whole community thing surrounding it, the brotherhood when your team goes out. Yeah, but when it becomes a cult or an excuse for you not to look, yeah, like at least I'll grant, I'll grant the European soccer hooligans one thing: they'll fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, they'll, they'll turn up a car. <laughs> American men who might maybe like hop on the bus and like lift themselves up. <gasps> uh, Peter King. Peter King's training camp tour. Okay. Uh, more headlines. Oh, I want to know more about Peter King. Where's football morning in America? Uh, Peter King. Hang on. Let me click on this. Then I can click on Peter King. We can find out what other great contributions. Mr. King has provided for us. You're going to do a Clary test on him? No, I don't have to do a Clary (laughs) test on that douche. 
He uh, would fail that one. The 20, well, no, actually, he does. I mean, Peter King, whoever he is, he has a real job. Uh, oh, he's like this old man. There he is in his office. He's interviewing he, another old man. He's the a columnist. 20, That's yeah, it. he's a columnist. The 2020 schedule by Peter King. Oh, talk about he, he analyzes it. Dude, people are so starved for sports talk right now that they'll spend like hours and very long columns analyzing the schedule, which was just put out, which may never even get played. Mm. And here I am feeling guilty as hell because I took a full weekend off and watched like six movies over the course of the weekend. Um, hang on, before I before I get back, let me let me catch up on these uh, uh, the. Super chats are before it gets too late. Bearded Nymphalist for two bucks. Is this the how do I get the girls hour? Yes, because yeah. we have Jack Napier. And Jack, how do you get the girls? <clears throat> do the work. No, no, you don't give them the truth. <laughs> like Rich Cooper that, says. No, no, you don't give them Rich Cooper. Rich Cooper will give you the truth, all right? You you got to tell them a lie about oh, being yourself. Okay, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sensitive. Okay, okay, okay. Give, give the official narrative. Yeah. yeah, here's what you do. You grab a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> you open it, you sit on your ass, you do that for about six months, and then you'll get the girls delivered to your house in bikini, waxed and all. All you have to do, buy a bag of Cheetos, sit on your ass six months, done. And Free say you and say you support brave and amazing women, correct? Yes. Okay. You will support all donations will go to support brave. Single women. <laughs> do I do I if I put a poster up of Megan Rapinoe up, will that will that help me get the girls? I, I mm. think it will. I think it will. I couldn't and, get an erection. I like if I had like a, a poster of Megan Rapinoe, and you that? could you could she's the soccer okay, man the, woman. The she looks like a dude, right? Except with well, pink hair. Well, she, well to, in all all fairness, she probably is uh like she probably has more testosterone she's a professional athlete she has no body fat on her so she's mm. going to look a little bit more masculine she uh, looks like a new star wars character she does, but it's the purple <laughs> hair in the politics it's like shut the fuck up just shut the fuck up i i don't care they did politicize everything didn't they during that world cup run yeah it what well, last summer was the whole like you know you go girl world cup run that they won right and I, you know, it was just annoying because they turned it into this whole political thing. And how can you root for someone like that? I, I don't know. But if I read the article correctly, I think the women's soccer team made more than the men because they played more. They made it to the championships and thus mm -hmm. they got more money. And they were still bitching about it, uh, even though they signed up for a lower pay contract. And their argument, if I recall correctly, was had the men made it to the championship, they would have made more, which is like, well, no fucking shit. They would have made more. They, the they didn't. Yeah. No, I mean, I was actually happy with the judge's decision, which was basically like, shut the fuck up. That's what you agreed to do. Mm -hmm. Right. Is that your signature? Okay. Shut the hell up. <laughs> and, and, and I like how, okay, you didn't get as good flight accommodations or hotel accommodations. All right. That's not fair. You, you should, you should get that's that. That's actually good. Yeah. That's fair. I'm, I'm with him on that one. But my God, it's, they really are in their little bubble and they don't realize what bad press that is for them where every minor little thing has to be complaint and whined about. And the silent majority, who is it just, hashtagging everything on Twitter, you know, the non-Twitter world, which is the vast majority of people mm -hmm. just 
do not have the time for that. And I have a, you know, what was it? Football took a took a dive after they made everything political with that one Super Bowl. Right. Uh, and Colin Kaepernick. Because, yep. geez, you know, maybe they just want to watch a fucking game. And now I wonder, you know, maybe, although maybe it'll have the reverse effect. I don't know, because women be like, yeah, raw vagina, team vagina, go. It's like, you do know they're playing against other women, hmm. not playing against hmm. men. But who, yeah, but they're I playing can... against thinner women. <laughs> and the, the U.S. soccer team wasn't fat. No, I know. But still, everything that's more beautiful has to be destroyed. Uh, that is true. I will cheer, cheer for the Netherlands. Uh, anytime ice knows for five bucks if people are looking for sympathy they can find it in the dictionary between shot of freud and syphilis syphilis <laughs> the bearded nemophilus for five bucks again Cappy goes to chicago and comes back looking like he will grant a favor on his daughter's wedding day after everyone had their cannoli mafioso clary do i look no that's just i got out of the shower <laughs> i'm trying to like i woke up and i'm like oh coffee's not doing it and i'm like i know a shower will wake me up and it really didn't so I can only imagine what I'm going to be like. I'm praying to God there's not enough people on the plane. Like I could just throw my bag next to a seat of, of me. I think and that's I, kind of required almost at this point. Is it now? We can't sit next to people. They can only fill up the plane so much. I saw this article that was heavily criticizing United Airlines because they said that they wouldn't allow anyone to sit in middle seats and they're mm -hmm. allowed people to sit in middle seats. So I, I just want to get to Vegas. And if I get the Wuhan flu... So be it. <laughs> Use it as a weapon against John. I no, I'm just I'm just sick. I'm not I've never cowered. I don't if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. Um it it just but I'm not cowering. I go out, I work out pretty much every day, more walks yeah. and running than anything else. I go to the restaurants, I go to coffee stores where I'm allowed to go in and say hi to the girls. Um <laughs> uh, <clears throat> establish a rapport. And not even for flirting purposes, just to like, hey, how's it going? Oh hi. Okay. I am Still shocked by that story you told me about. Hey, that's a good book. Why you think women can't read? <laughs> oh yeah, that one. Yeah, which one? I was, God, I was, I think in the WBL, and I was walking past one of my favorite uh, drinking haunts, and there was a gal there reading a book, and um, it was a beautiful day out. I said something like, "What are you reading on a day like this?" You got, you know, I'm kind of curious, and just she blew up at me like, "Why you don't think women can read?" And it was like. Okay, um, I'm just not – I'd like to think, you know, because you guys all know women. There's women in your lives, right? And they're good women, right? Mm -hmm. um, when I when I go out there and general statement X, you know, not being impolite, not – just like like I see an obscurity or someone pulls up on a like an Indian motorcycle. Indian motorcycles, I think, are really cool. I'm like, oh, that's a nice Indian motorcycle. I've never had a guy, oh, you think a guy can't ride a motorcycle? <laughs> and it's not common, but it's enough where a mere polite, civil interaction with a member of the opposite sex. That was the one of a bit more extreme, but I've told the other one where I was at Muggs uh, Coffee in Fort Collins, waiting for the great one to get back from, from work so I could crash over at his place. <clears throat> and I was working and writing. And they have metered cars. So there's a young gal who's sitting next to me. Seating came at a premium. And I said, say, can you watch over my laptop while I go move my car? She said, sure. I went out, moved my car back, came back. She moved down several chairs. 
And it's just like, I, you know, it's like grind for family guy. I'm not going to rape you. You know, it's just like, okay, <laughs> all right. I, I give up. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, so, so yeah. Uh, decency. Like it doesn't have to be flirting, just decency. I, yeah. It's that's out the window. I, I, uh, have we all made bad approaches in our day? Yes. Have oh, we yeah. have we done our drunken stupor? Hey, baby. Have we all done that? Sure. Yeah. Did we yeah. lo- did we learn our lesson? Uh, <laughs> when I was drunk, well, okay. we succeeded. Did, oh, when we're sober, terrible. when we're sober or not high, have we learned our lesson? Yes. Okay. <laughs> when we're drunk, maybe we'll make idiotic mistakes again. I understand. <clears throat> but just hey, what time is it? Like now, any interaction, and I'm afraid if the girl is too good looking, I'm talking like a six or above, they're immediately going to, and maybe they're legit, maybe they're right, because every guy that has talked to him before is hitting on him. Now I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, I just can't talk to a girl unless she's ugly. Hmm. You know, even if it is, say, are you gonna, are you moving your car so I can take that parking spot? You know, uh, hey, how long are you gonna be here? I, I got to get some gas. I, it's just, I'm just kind of scared now. Um, where not, not that, oh, this guy tried to rape me or anything like that, but just the vehemence and the hatred, I'm kind of like, you know what? I just, what was the first thing you talked about on this show was how soon that the six foot rule, social distancing, that will be a weapon used against bad approaches. Well, but that, that is, that was TJ. And I think it was about good looking girls using it to, to, get rid of men so I don't have to be inconvenienced by them. But may, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe so many men are hitting on these women, though I don't see that happening. I, I guess day game or approaching in public is gone. Mm. Uh, but now I, it, maybe it's the indoctrination. Maybe the programming they got in school that anytime a guy talks to you, uh, he wants something more than what he's saying. Uh, and, and, and maybe that's uh, colored their judgment or that's that's the lens they view everything in is it's a threat or the guy is, you know, it could be, hey, you're standing on my foot. Could you please get off my foot? And and it's just really like one when they're that vehement. There's no well, there's no way to, to talk to people, uh, no way to socialize with them. But they give such a huge disincentive that now it's not that you're scared. It's like, why even get involved in something like that? And it just has done no favors on a, on a granular and anecdotal instance uh, for, for men and women. Um, but it, it's, it's, it only takes three or four of those before you're like, okay, something's wrong if, you know, if I ask some kind of, it's just, I don't know. It just, it was so weird and odd yet jarring. It has affected my decisions in the future. Like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'll just seriously, just let me live my next 25 years and die in peace. And and I won't talk to women at all for whatever polite, innocuous, innocent reasons, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. That's, oh, by the way, two things. First of all, you killed it on rule zero. You That's really what did. Rob said. Yeah, thank you. I, I, yeah. I, I was just Is that the fun. one with uh, Rich and Ryan and those guys? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. We're having and, a good old time. And and thank you for the shout out. <laughs> but did you did you tune into that, Chad? 
No, no. When did you do that? I did a couple days ago. And so this and that, and we were talking about something else and Jack came up and I was like, oh yeah, you guys listen to Jack Napier? Like, no, I never heard of him. Like, yeah, I think I've heard of him. Like, yeah, he's one of the best homosexual guys in the no. community. Shots <laughs> mm. fired. Yeah, I know. Cappy uh, I mean, <laughs> needs me to be gay to rectify that mother. No, I don't need you. You could be whatever you want. I'm just going <laughs> to No, I know. But, you know. But what I wanted to say, Roma brought up Better Bachelor. And oh, yeah, he is mostly popular because guys like the whole black pill revenge porn thing. Yes. What I, missed in, what I missed in that, that you kind of went against it with the whole, no, even guys who have the experience who went to the beaches of Omaha agree with him. Some do. Yes. But I, I'm, you know, maybe I just have bad luck or bad experiences, but yes, there are some other men who, well, I mean, it's also an issue of getting tired. Oh yeah. Uh, it's, you know, I, I was, it's the 50, 50, 25 rule where 50% no equals 50% show equals 25% go. But the real stats, basically 70% of the woman would say yes to a date. Then 70% of that 70 women would not show up for the date. And that just gets tiring on its own. And then when you're yelled at, or you, you've let, okay, let's say you're, you want to flirt with a girl. And you ask her, say, what kind of drink is that? Is that the worst thing? Uh, <clears throat> and apparently it is now. Apparently it is. But you take your previous dating life history, um, and, and that probably has taxed you and burnt you out. You only have a certain amount of fuel, I believe. Uh, you expend that in your 20s, maybe your 30s, your teens, certainly. But after a while, old men, <clears throat> you notice how like all those guys on the, on the red, red – uh, I rule zero. Like they either have a girlfriend or they're married or, they, but all of them don't chase anymore. They're like, fuck it. They're retired because mm -hmm. it's a pain in the ass. It's a, it was a pain in the ass when girls were relatively receptive. Uh, now I, I don't know what it's like. I mean, now Chad, I mean, about the only way is, is online, I guess, because that's a, an appropriate venue by which to approach women today. So we had you swipe on my swipey app there for a little right. bit. You remember that? <laughs> that, was, that was difficult. I was swiping the wrong way. I was giving Chad hot chicks and then throwing away the – or no, I was giving them the fat, ugly ones and then and telling the hot ones to go away. I, I had the left and right wrong. Can you imagine if you'd had to initiate a conversation with some of these, you know, come up In with person? a line? Right, right. And I – it's you know, especially at this age, Jack, you're about younger, but Chad's roughly my age. Chad ain't got the energy for it. So no. it's not necessarily the black pill. The re, you could, we call it the retired pill. You just don't want to do it anymore. Your testosterone isn't as high. You've been there. You've done that. You banged enough. Now you want to just like, nah. I, uh. I mean, even like Watson and I even agreed on this. We were like, okay, if we make it to 30 by 30 and we're almost there, mm. I looked at him and I'm like, I think I'm just going to delete all the dating apps. He's like, yeah, yeah. me too. Like 30 by 30 is like bragging rights. Nothing more like. Thank the, you. Like, yeah, I know. Like the end of the rainbow, there's nothing there. And we know you're that. not. No. You're, and I, I know a guy who wanted to do 100. Um, and this guy was up to like the 50s, maybe. And even he threw in the towel, said fucking and got married. Oh, man. Well, yeah. But this guy was like a player. I think whatever he made up for, he more than made up for. Uh, but even he, and he's a little bit younger than me, but he threw in the towel. He was like, I'm, I'm done with this shit. But I think you and Watson are right. I mean, what, 
so what? You get 28 by 30. What's the extra two going to do you? You know, it, nothing. Like maybe an extra mm -hmm. headache or a sleepless night, but yeah, I, yeah. I told you that story, right? <laughs> no, sleepless <laughs> night one. No, there is one girl I had a date with and we, we got funky, but we didn't do the deed in and of itself because it was getting late. And I was like, would I rather wait 10 more minutes, maybe 30 minutes to go for another round or go to bed early? I just chose to go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I, I already had my fun. I'm going. Bye. No, it's it, – and Rolo is right. It is like meat. It's red meat thrown to the black pill community. But for those of us who remember it, oh, yeah, it's great. Now, one 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 criticism I'll give Better Bachelor, though, I, I think is uh, – I think he knows what he's doing – is a lot of those articles come from the, the British tabloids, which are all bullshit. And so, I mean, I'm sure there's a seed of truth, but a lot of that is made for sensationalism and uh, salaciousness. And even he's admitted that. Um, but some of them are not. And, mm -hmm. and uh, even though it is meat for the black pill, you still need that guy going up and digging up some articles and reporting back. Now, maybe it's the more extreme version of some accept, uh, unacceptable behavior. Uh, but it has, it's got it. The, the stories keep coming up. They keep coming up. And there it's is, like, geez, this is, it's a real, it's not the majority, but this happens. This stuff is no, real. No, no. There's an element of truth in it. And I think the most important thing is not that they all will, but you have to know that they can. Mm -hmm. Right. Because a lot of guys go in blindfolded and then all of a sudden I got divorce raped and I don't know why. Right. Well, yeah. We can. There's enough I, information out there. I won't say every woman will. Every woman can. And that in and of itself is bad enough. Right. The vast majority of my dating experiences were not something you'd read out of a British tabloid. It wasn't like Chad's Cuddlewookums episode, though I did indeed have my own Cuddlewookums in my past. But but it's it's just it's like, oh, yeah, you got to look out. You know, the vast majority of Muslims are not radicalized terrorists. But a certain percent are. And if one visits your neighborhood, you got, you know, it's kind of like you needed a, you need a wise, guarded pessimism uh, or, 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 or cynicism. Just, just a little bit like, uh, you know, okay, yeah, the black guy with his pants down by his, his knees. Yeah, he could be a Harvard rocket scientist. He could. But you know what? I'm just going to assume not. And I'm not going to walk over to the street because he's flagging me down for something. I'm going to assume he doesn't. He's not trying to sell me Christ. He doesn't have a great business idea. I'm just going to like skip that guy and, and, and stereotype a little bit. Hmm. Uh, Jack, one for you. Ooh. Eindhoven. It's called Eindhoven, by the way. Okay. Uh, or Ajax. Well, as a kid, I was fan of Ajax because it had the best goalie ever. Edwin van der Sar. That man, for old, for what it's worth, deserved a medal. That was just the greatest goalie the Dutch ever had. Hmm. And that one, that was when I was young and before I found other interests, and now I don't watch it anymore. So, yeah. You, you mean the ball still goes back and forth with the kick? Yeah, the ball still goes back and forth, but now they don't have as good as a goalie as uh, van der Sar. Yeah. So. Sometimes they... the score get up to three to two. Yeah, it, wow. it did. I think. Did they cancel cancel the Dutch league like they did uh, in other European countries? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm really. I'm sorry, Chad. Really no, that's okay. I mean, I really yeah. don't. 
the competent man with some wisdom or knowledge is World War II. Liechtenstein remained neutral. Thank you, competent man. Uh, let's scroll here. Take this one, Chad, so I save my voice. Dr. Khan blog, five bucks. Sweden and Switzerland were neutral. Finland sided with the Germans until 1944. Iceland oh, shared man. a king with Denmark, invaded by Germany until 1944. So I was not too uh, off in my knowledge. I didn't know Finland sided with the Germans. I thought the Soviets invaded Finland because for other reasons. <clears throat> but I guess maybe the Finns hated Norway so much they wanted like, yeah, let's kick their ass, Germany. <laughs> I'm going to grab a Coke real quick. All right, have fun. All Coke right. zero I, where it's at. Uh, I was going to go fetch one, but I didn't have time. All right, go ahead. Take care of these, Chad. Uh, ice knows two bucks. Diversity co coordinators are the new commissars. Yeah. Commissars. Yeah, I guess. No, no. They're, but there's no money for them. I mean, without, here's what's going to happen. If you have, what, what makes, what makes the college go? What's the engine of the college? Uh, the engine. Are you talking about the professors, the right different departments? Yeah. Right. They're, the professors are what makes a, as, as much as I detest and loathe most professors, they are, they're the ones who teach the education and give it to the kids, okay? So the kids are, I don't know, the fuel. The engine is the professors. And you need some managerial staff, no doubt. But I'm sure if we go to – we could go to Northwestern University. <clears throat> I could go to the Carlson School of Management. And we look at all their staff that aren't professors. I guarantee you they probably have more staff who aren't professors than actual professors themselves. And probably 95% of them could be cut because it's all student affairs, diversity, assistant yeah. crap, the, you know, the Carlson dick-sucking squad, whatever fucking bullshit they got. Uh, and they're probably all paid around $100,000, and they get free tuition and full benefits and all that. They, they are not necessary. Yeah, and way too have, much bloat in the administrative side. And they huge potential for savings. They're going to get axed. And so you're going to have professors and admin, like core admin, getting rid of all these welfare job programs, getting rid of all this fat. And if they have to cut deep enough, they're going to get rid of the woman studies department, the race and gender studies department. Um, <clears throat> I don't think they'll ever get rid of communications or sociology because oh. those are considered traditional. Uh, but yeah, I, it's good to see that this little diversity bubble is about to burst. A lot of positives to this thing. I know we're all yeah. miserable and we'd like to be outside, but this is a reset for some stuff. Yeah. Well, are we, they opening schools yet? Not no. here. Oh, here they are. Uh, online they are. <laughs> and it's amazing. Like You can still get data and information over the internet. Did you guys know that? No. Yeah. Tell me more. Well, just, just today I learned that Liechtenstein was neutral in World War II, and it didn't cost me a cent. I didn't have to pay some history professor, fuck, $300 a credit and a $200 book to learn that Liechtenstein, the competent man, just told me over the internet. Can and you he paid you it? for it. If, no, he didn't pay me. I just saw it. Competent oh. <laughs> that bastard, he's not paying me to give me knowledge. Oh, fuck. Oh, nonstop Dre, the loyal nonstop Dre. But they say in college, diversity is our strength, not just in college. That's that's in Canada, too, which is why Canada is this dominant global economic superpower that totally doesn't rely on our uh, 
Well, listen, dude, there's something them. you need to know about this. All right. Yes. Dre is a tall, good looking um, dude who gets all the girls. Black man, too. Remember, he and, oh, and right. his penis is super huge. <laughs> Biggest penis. You can see it from outer space right next to the African Rift. Or what was the, the was Nile? That, no, not the Nile. Although I guess you could see that from space, too. Isn't there like a big valley you can see in from from space in africa hmm they claim you, you they claim you can see the great wall of china well throw in dr dre's or uh non-stop dre's dick okay throw it in <laughs> things you could see from space uh judd grover five dollars my favorites clary elkins and napier aka the three bromigos <laughs> What do you guys think about the Boondock Saints? What are some of your guys' favorite films? You know, I never saw that one. Never oh, yeah. saw it. Is that a no. Marky Mark film? You guys didn't see that? No. I haven't seen it yet. It's a good film. Marky Mark, Mark, right? No, Boondock Saints is with, oh my God, the guy who plays Daryl, I believe, in The Walking Dead and some other Irish actor. Not Mark Wahlberg? No, no, not Mark Wahlberg. What am I thinking? No, uh, it's about you guys don't even know what it's about, do you? It's about no. like the Irish terrorist, is that what it is? No, or? it's two vigilantes who uh raid Oh my god, what happens again? For some odd reason they find themselves in a situation where the mob is after them. Ooh. Because they're in their own bar <clears throat> and the bartender owns money to like one of the coke dealers. But since it's their favorite bar, they're like, no, you are not taking away our bartender because then <laughs> our bar will close. So they kick the guy's ass and, well, trouble ensues. Oh. <laughs> and it's in Ireland? Uh, I think it plays out in New York and they are Irish. I think. Oh. And how long ago did this come out? Oh, man, that's the 90s. So Ooh. no politics. Mm. Oh, mm. maybe I have to take a look at that. Yeah, yeah maybe, we'll, maybe we'll watch it. I don't know. I'm going to be hiking Moab. Yeah. Oh, you're going to do that? Yeah, yeah. I got to contact. Uh, there's a hiking club out there, uh, and I got to call them and see what's open before I commit to a hotel. But I found a pretty cheap uh, hotel out there, mm. and uh, on TV, I'm just going to be hiking. It's in mm. Boston, by the way. It's in I Boston. See. Okay. All Makes right. sense. So Irish there. Okay. All right. Nonstop trade, two bucks. What would happen if sports ball was gone forever? You know, probably nothing in the big picture. I don't know. I don't know if that'd be good for society. I know sports ball overall is bad, but you should at least have some sports and athleticism. Gladiators. Gladiators. Yeah. (laughs) uh, We'd lose a lot. Well, what do people have to live for? I mean, let's not selfishly think of ourselves where, you know, we, we need intellectual stimulation or something a little bit more than dude throws ball over there, guy kicks ball back or anything like that. What would the vast majority of people live for? Politics. Oh, see, that's even worse. Yeah. Uh, or religion or food. Like you take away their sports ball. What is the rank and file norm you conform me inferior you're going to do? That is a good point. Their yeah. job. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it'd be a good thing. You know, it's like, what would happen if you took away junk food? I, I don't know. But people would start to riot. Bread and circuses. <laughs> uh, Judd Grover, $2. Will Operation Evil have stock options? I'd buy. No. I will own 100% of the venture. 
It will not be publicly traded because then I'd have to disclose my operations. Hmm. It's it's basically legal heroin that I'm selling. These are just such good ideas. And hmm. Maybe when I get back from Moab, I'll start working on it. But uh, I got all this piddly shit. Like, I got to do all this shit before I fly, you know, because I won't be able to do it from Moab, from a laptop. Hmm. Um, You're flying to Vegas, right? Flying to Vegas, but Moab's only a seven-hour drive from Vegas. So I get to the Southern Command, grab a car, head out to Moab, and just download a shit ton of podcasts and do some hiking. What is Moab? I know it's like an acronym for the mother of all bombs. But no, I it's, don't a, think it's a town. It's a town in Utah, and uh, it's famous because it's sandwiched in between two national parks: Arches National Park and Canyonlands National Park. But the entire area is just great for off-road vehicles, mountain biking. You ever see the movie 28 Hours or 27 Hours where the no. guy gets trapped under a rock, has to cut off his own arm? Oh, I heard about that, that. Yeah, that was. I think it was based on a true story, and that happened out in that Moab area. Um, so you're going to come back with one arm? No, I will, <laughs> I will not do that. Um, I'm going to be doing some trails. and uh, There's one that's 40 miles. So I might get a tent in Vegas and uh, some camping gear, um, but we'll see because there's so many different – because the national parks are closed, and what I really want to hike isn't available to me. And you can't even <clears throat> you can't even sneak – normally, like Glacier National Park, Rocky Mountain National Park, they can't stop you. You can get on – you can access that those parks anyway, anyhow, and there's trees to cover your tracks. But uh, this is out in the desert, and there's no trees. So the local, the local weather helicopter, the traffic helicopter will go by. It will see you and it will report it back to the cops. And the cops ain't even going to send a cop car to get you. It'll send the cop helicopter. Hey, get in the fucking helicopter. You're like, damn it. I hacked all this way. Basically what <laughs> I want to do, the Colorado river and the green river meet and they form these amazing canyons. And I want to hike all the way to the Colorado and green river, um, what they call it, where they meet together and then hike back to the, to the road and i think that's about a 20 mile hike it, and there's no trees so i gotta have a ton of water i might even get a parasol uh, if necessary um but it's just a straight cliffs and canyons and all that and if you're on a plateau you could be spotted a mile away and so i gotta go to the bureau of land blm land where it is okay for you to hike on because it's not closed they can't close it but I'll be uh, maybe I'll start on Operation Evil when I'm at the hotel taking a breather. Uh, nonstop Dre three sixty five dollars. Most women are taught by society to be competitors at best, enemies at worst when it comes to men. How do you think interactions will be in ten years? Uh I I, I don't know. I think <clears throat> there's a go ahead, Jack, because I have an idea, but. I saw a great documentary this morning. It's only 30 minutes long about, um, what's it called again? Like forgotten women in China. Ooh, China. Leftover women. That's the one, leftover women. I keep yeah. It's about leftover women in China. And by God, society there is still focused on expanding the family, things like that. And they have markets to 
make couples, like to make matches. And you see the parents go there and have a profile of their daughter. Like, look at her. She's like, oh, my God, I shouldn't be doing that. Let's be careful now. <laughs> sorry. We needn't put an accent on it. <laughs> like, look at her. She's uh, 32 years old. She's graduated. She has this. She has a job and blah, blah, blah. And then the guy who looks at the profile is like, no, nah, she's too old. Answer back. <laughs> but wait, is this in China? Because I thought yeah. there was a huge shortage of women. Well, that's the weird thing. It's like, how much is it again? Uh, like almost 100 million. Yeah. It's a serious wow. shortage. And, it, uh, and there's really? 1.4 billion Chinese altogether. Yeah. But when you consider the age range, it's, it's a significant percent of the, uh, there's a significant uh, sex ratio disparity. Yeah. For every woman, there's like 10 men, something like that. No, <laughs> no, it's not that bad. I think for every woman, there might be 1.2 men. Uh, which is still a huge imbalance. Oh, I'm really bad at math. But I think we're going to go that way. And not that, and then without the whole social um, side effects. Because I don't see European couples going to a market and, well, making a profile of that dollar or son. Sure. But I will see it happening more of the things you see now of these articles where women are 35 and have their McMansions and SUVs and are crippling in debt and are telling everybody, I can't find a man or the social lie of you don't need a man will be pushed down their throats even more. And you will finally get a red pill Reddit for women where they're like, Oh wait, I'm 23 and I really like a guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Chad, your opinions. Do you remember swiping when you were playing on my swipey app there? Do you remember? App. I like the swipey app, yes. There were so, 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 so many that were simply not marriageable, either because they were too fat or they said too many stupid things in their profiles or right. they were just flat out ugly. Like when you swipe on these things every day, even as just for fun, there are going to be so many women that are never going to find a husband. Mm -hmm. And so, well, what I've been trying to figure out is what is that going to do, you know, to everything right now? Well, and this is why I'm very curious to watch my generation uh, because my generation already, some of the older Gen Xers are already in thorough spinsterdom and hitting menopause. If not, I've hit it already. Uh, I'm solid middle, I guess. I thought I was older, but I'm not. Um, and so this is where you're going to see the first generation of women that were more or less nowhere near as thoroughly and cacophony wise told as younger, like millennial women and certainly not Gen Z. But now this is now you've reached the promised land, ladies. What are you going to do now that you've a significant percentage of you have uh, <clears throat> subscribed to this uh, political philosophy that you don't need men? Uh, you I, and, and as you pointed out, Chad, related on those dating apps, apparently none of them are aware of menopause because they'd be 45 and want children someday. Someday. And it's like, what? no, no, that, that ship has sailed. You, you don't, you don't get that. So there's a delusion, uh, a refusal to adhere to reality. And I have, I have no idea what's going to happen in the future, but if we look at the trends that are happening now, the propaganda and the, um, brainwashing is going to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're just going to see a furthering of what's already happening. 
men are going to retract from not just the dating and marriage markets, but they're going to probably retract. Like they're going to go self-employment. They're not going to go like Chad, like you, I'm not doing corporate. You guys are hiring people based off of vagina, not who's the best. Um, Men are going to continue to divest and remove themselves from women. Uh, The interactions will go predominantly more and more online. I think you will find a normalization of digital relationships most of which not really being relationships, just being this is my uh, internet webcam girl that I donate money to. <laughs> um, that's going to be the lion's share of it. There might maybe co-romances, digital relationships online. I don't think they'll because men aren't really interested in that that much. Uh, you'll see fewer and fewer men propose, fewer than there are already. Later, marriage uh, ages, average age people get married. Um, and I think women are just going to double down because I don't see, I used to think that brainwashing was not effective and now I'm thoroughly convinced it is. And I think the next Gen Z women, unless somebody wakes them up, they're going to just be as bad and worse than the millennial gals. And you're going to see, yeah, competitors at best enemies at worst. Uh, what I have a fear is that you're going to see a trend where, Okay, you got government. Women need resources from men. That's how the nuclear family worked. Men, men made the resources. Women took the resources and raised a family with it. It was a, just as an important job. Uh, women still need the resources of men, so they're going to get that through government checks or divorce. And what I'm fearing is they're going to make what has traditionally been acceptable male behavior increasingly illegal and that you could be sued for it uh, in civil court, uh, to get more money. In other words, the it's human nature to always want more and a government check and divorce. Let's say you're never married. Well, how do you get more resources for men? We could say there's going to be a bachelor tax of some kind. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'd be an explicit bachelor tax as much as we'll just, we'll jack up the progressive income tax and we'll give more child credit to single parents or single moms. Uh, but I have a fear there's going to be an attempt to make male behavior. They're already trying to call male behavior toxic. When is it going to become illegal and then suable mm-hmm. uh, for them to get, oh, Bobby, it's 2030, and Bobby didn't keep his social distancing. Well, now Bobby's arrested on a petty misdemeanor or a misdemeanor. Well, you don't get me- arrested for petty misdemeanor, whatever. <clears throat> Bobby, got, he's got to call the court. Uh, small claims court. Now Bobby's got to pay Amy because he didn't maintain social distancing and he's got to pay her $500. Um, Orwellian as that sounds, that's why I'm see- seeing happening, or at least where the trends are going, because it's uh, well, not all of it, but one of the main driving forces is to get resources from men. That's been divorce court. That's been family court. Uh, it's government. And without marriage, you can't get divorced. And so I think there's going to be a, a push or an incentive to find other means to extract resources from men. And that, that's why I think normal male behavior, which may be rude and incorrect, uh, uh, granted, but not criminal. You know, the, again, look how they're trying to redefine rape. You know, look how you don't even need evidence of rape. Look how they're not even going to the cops for rape it's it's revenge now in many instances they go to the circus court at college get the kid kicked out of college they don't go to the cops which they go to facebook right it's like well then 
then you really weren't raped. I'm sorry. If you were raped, you'd be getting the cops on the horn and getting that motherfucker in jail because you'd hate him so much. So it, it, it's stuff like that. This um, proto behavior, this early behavior where it's immediate victimhood and I want to get revenge. I think they're going to switch. I also want money now. Um, yeah, going I into wonder the how that will go with kids. Like, because I think they would want to cut out men out of the equation. But then I wonder, like, how are you going to do that with kids? Or by law, it will be capable of like, uh, okay, I had sex with him once and now I have his kid, but I want nothing to do with him anymore. Like, right. this is now mine. Right, but they're going to require his money. Right. Yeah. No. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, how are, how are they going to do that? Like, okay, I want his seed, but I don't want anything to do with him. Like, well, there's I mean, sperm banks. Sperm banks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But how many men are going to donate to that? Well, it doesn't matter. Dude, do you know how many men will have sex with these women as a surrogate father? Oh, God. I mean, never forget the army of simps, okay? Oh, hey, look, everybody listening right now, we have 79 people listening because most people don't know the Older Brother channel exists. So, guys, tell all your other friends to tune into the Older Brother podcast and to subscribe to this channel as well. Everybody listening has to realize we're really like the Avengers. We're like these pretty kick-ass superhumans. We're rare. But for every one of us, there's a million fucking simps, maybe 10 million, maybe 100 million simps. There's only a few of us, you know, Avenger types, okay? Um, you know, and there's plenty of guys that have given the opportunity, what, impregnate you and I don't have to be the dad? Okay. And then 10 or 20 years later, all of a sudden they're hit up for child support. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there's getting access to sperm, getting access to a child will not be hard. Getting access to men's money without being married and divorced. Like the, the divorce market is going down because men are getting married less and less. And men, let's just face it, men got less money now yeah. between student loan debts and the crappy, especially this economy, but this is a temporary fleeting uh, environment. But as less marriage occurs, I think... And, and women strong, independent, don't need no man fish bicycles. They collect government checks and have cr- jobs, welfare creation programs and nonprofits and government jobs and all that. I don't think the money will be enough. And without a child to extrapolate resources out of a guy, of course, this is not all women. This is this is your more. Um, this is the government. Vote. It's the government. And, and I'm afraid to think of the percentages, but this is not going to be a small percent. The I think your Gen Z boys are going to. They're not, they're not even going to have to get a woman pregnant. It's not even going to be that. It's going to be more affirmative action, more corporate hiring. But there's also going to be I, – I fear this the most where it's like that behavior that was acceptable in 1993 is illegal now. And now you owe that girl you know, money for failing to maintain social distance, for calling her three times when she said she'd go on a date with you. I mean it's – it's going to be real interesting. I hope it doesn't come to that. But knowing, you know, me being a misanthrope and knowing human nature, they're going to go after the money somehow. And I don't think they're going to I, – I, I'm going to be curious how, how it's going to play out. But I, I wish it would get better. I wish there'd be like some cataclysmic black swan event, you know, like coronavirus. That would all of a sudden women are like, wow, wait, men are necessary and – and maybe they have their own thoughts, da, 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 and it, I don't see it happening. I, it's, it's, this has only lasted two months. The programming has been going on for 50 years, so I, I don't think um, – I think interactions will worsen or lessen. I don't think they'll improve. 
Mm-hmm. Colleges have more women these days, right? Like yes. that's what the percentages are. Yeah, about fifty-five, sixty percent to forty, thirty-five percent. Yet another reason why it would be excellent if the university system just crashed. Uh, it it be for the women's own benefit because they're all majoring in stupid shit. Yeah. I mean, if, don't don't cut the STEM program, don't <laughs> cut the accounting program. Keep everybody in there, male and female. But it would be it's look, it's going to be. If the university, especially the liberal arts, well, who, okay, let's put it this way. When the University of Ohio cut the African-American studies department and the diversity gender studies department, who did that benefit the most? The people that were thinking of majoring in that. Right. right? The predominantly, I guess, would be black and minority and female students who would have majored in it. Because what would they have spent their money on? I'm worthless shit. 75 grand on some absolutely worthless piece of shit degree, probably damaging because no one's going to hire you because they're like afraid of getting sued. Uh, And so if you were to cut the liberal arts, that's going to disproportionately help women. They're not going to think of it that way because my dreams, my dreams. It's like your dreams are never going to be realized. You're going to be in debt. You're going to be like probably going on the, on the, on Kindle, not Kindle. um, Tinder. Not, not even Tinder. Um, (laughs) But the booby show, the booby website show. Uh, and showing their tits for money. Oh, the thought, the fans only. Or yes. Fans only. Fans only. Fans, only. Fans. fans only. So whatever. Uh, it's going to help women, but they're not going to. They're not going to view it that way. They're going to view it as sexism and destroying my dreams and all that. So, hmm. all right, nonstop trade for two bucks again. How many genders do you think will exist in 10 years? <laughs> well, how many do we have now? <laughs> uh, last I checked, I think it was like 122. <laughs> uh, when I was doing the research for uh, how not to become a millennial. And um, I think it's going to get to the point that you will be able to make up your own gender, which is already happening right now. But I think each person will come up with their own gender. They won't believe in male or female uh, because everyone wants to be special. They tried that a while back in the Netherlands. I can't remember when, a couple of years ago, where they wanted um, they wanted to stop showing your gender on your identification. By God, like the backlash was great. Like most people were like, "Are you a politician who's got better things to do yeah. than or <laughs> <more> shit?" <laughs> that was so great. There's you ever get emails from people where they have their preferred pronouns at the bottom? You know, after yeah. they sign off, it's like. He, hers, his. Like the second I see that from a new client solicitation, I just delete it because that's no. insane. That's no. why you charge extra. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't even take that client. That is a client that's going to sue you and be a problem. You absolutely do not take that client. Um, <clears throat> like when I, if I ever have a tweet, a tweet that goes viral, especially with among the, the non-binary community, which I say non-binary because I believe there's multiple sexes, okay? Or multiple sexual preferences, okay? I'm liber- I'm open-minded. I, but when you, you tell me, you got to use this made-up fucking word because I'm an insecure, worthless... F-. No, go fuck yourself, okay? What do you want to be called? Steve? Frank? Bobby? I'm not Steve. calling you Z or Zer, okay? What's your name? Anyway, um, if I tweet something, let's say Chad takes a picture of like a, a pride display at the shoe department of target. And I tweet that and say, I just want some fucking shoes target. And that goes viral. Let's just say that goes viral. When you look at who's like fucking Nazi racist, da, 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 it's always somebody listing the pronouns and you know who, who's listing the pronouns. Uh, and I see tons of therapists doing it. I'll tell you straight that. people, 
You don't see the Zer every great once in a while. You want it's it's he him she her and it's a guy and it's a girl. It's straight people virtue signaling. And there was there was a I don't think he was gay some other non-binary but uh, he he contacted me and he he had there's a term for it. The trans community has this term and I wish I remembered it because it's when straight people try to virtue signal to trans people but trans people see through the bullshit. So you're like you're, if you can imagine this you're conservative trans people or at least you're politically libertarian trans people they hate that shit because <laughs> it's all it's all straight people see how understanding i am i'm so understanding it's like shut the fuck up i love that tweet of you saying that women love food more than men the the comment section is in that hilarious by god and you know what they agreed with me so i was like why are you angry then like, damn right, food is sustaining. Food never raped me. Food never pushed me down the stairs. <laughs> I saw that. Oh. <laughs> and I'm I'm like, okay, you can't hug a, a child with nuclear arms, you know? And it's but um yeah, most of them agreed where they like said food's better than men. I'm like, then why are you pissed off? You agree with me. You like food more than men. I could tell by the empirical evidence, <laughs> by the ample empirical evidence. But if you if you think you're striking back with me, with agreeing with me, that yes, I'm, I'm aware you do. That was the whole point of the tweet. You know what the weird thing is? And mm. I just realized that today. Like the reason we, we bitch and moan so much about it is because we actually like women. You, we, we would like women... We do have a, a, a hardwired biological programming to like when even I'm trying to get away from it, uh, but every, it always keeps coming back to it. <clears throat> I'm kind of curious about how sports ball is is failing. But then the I, that's the number one thing men want. You know what women talk about? Number one thing women talk about? Other women. No, mm. men. Well, oh. okay. Chad may have a point there. Uh, <laughs> it's debatable. <laughs> but yeah, women, they, they, they want the guys. Uh, but it's too bad that what I, and I'll point this out again, cause I pointed it out before. One thing you will see within the masculinity movement, if we want to generalize it as such could be manosphere, red pill, whatever. And you will not see it in the feminist or women's, not even movement, just women's, uh, discussion forums, women's conversation, conversation. What you will see in men's conversation is how to improve yourself physically, self-improvement, working out, staying in shape, dieting. And we do that. Why? Because why? We want to be attractive to the opposite we sex. We want to get the girls. Yep. Will you anywhere near the equivalent on the women's side of thing? Uh, Absolutely not. They nothing. go the complete opposite and say, men are shallow for liking uh, thin women. Men should like biggest. Be they go, they're completely unhinged. Here, Jack, move your headphones from the microphone. I'm getting an echo. All right. Uh, that You won't see that on the women's side. It just won't happen. Uh, and maybe there is occasionally a very rare traditional housewife podcaster or blogger, but they're, they're certainly not mainstream. Uh, you know, it, it's sad where it's like, okay, men are willing to give you what you want. Uh, but women are like, no, you better, not only are you going to give us what we want, but we're not going to give you what you want. You better like what we want. And it's like, no, I, you can't get an erection for a fat chick. It doesn't work. You know, no, you can't have kids at 57. And no, a guy's not, his little soldier ain't going to stand up and salute for a fat, ugly chick or an old chick. And these high men have 
gone to as much of the extents of the world in the real world they can to be accommodating and 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 you know do what it is possible to to make the the ladies happy but the gals just want to live in outside the world of reality of which men have to throw their hands up and say i can't uh, 50% divorce rate two thirds of the time initiated by women i'm likely going to lose my money the numbers on that are bad the average woman now is what 160 and 54 yeah uh and you're going to yell at me and say i got to pay more money and i got to pay extra taxes. It's not possible. It's just not possible. And so a lot of guys just throw up their hands. But at least what I've seen, some intellectual honesty on the guy side of this, is they will go, there are segments within the men's community about working out. You know, uh, Rich Cooper obviously works out. Uh, Terrence Pop was a fighter <clears throat> at one time. Um, Dennis McGon, I don't know if you know him. He's a, a big nutritionist and, and works out. Uh, even you, Jack, you you have your videos on on working out, and and it's, we're at least willing to go that far. But you don't even get that from the women, so it's it's kind of it's it's a futile endeavor. And so again, why I recommend a lot of guys get used to the idea: you're not going to get married, you're not going to find the girls. Uh, Do you think fat acceptance, if it hasn't already, has reached the sort of protected special status like trans? Um, LBGQ is it already it there? Well, if it's not there, it's about to be. Like you, soon, you you won't be able to discriminate against fat people. Mm. It'll be pre- yeah, it'll be predominantly fat women, but you won't be able to discriminate. Like, and <clears throat> we'll talk about it. I found an amazing string of articles about Victoria's Secrets or Vic- Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret. It's one Victoria, and she only has one secret. She <laughs> owns it. It's not a bunch of Victorias who have secrets. It's just one gal, one secret. So I figure it out that way. Um, but yeah, it's, and again, what's that going to do to guys? They're not going to propose. They're going to further divest and remove from gals. Yeah. Let me take a quick piss break. I'll be right back. Okay. I'll get through some of these, uh, nonstop Dre 360 for two bucks. You racist, you who hurt you? All the black people did Dre like you with your massively big penis. They could be seen from space. <laughs> Dre, you know what Dre's got to do? He's got to um, <clears throat> he's got to invite us to his graduation party. All of us. Yeah, he's got it. We'd all come in. Oh God, he'd he'd regret running into us. He'd be like, so sorry. Hey Dre, what's up? <laughs> we all show up hammered, just fucking up. Uh, but no, I'd be cool if we could go to Dre's uh, graduation party. That'd be a big uh, big thing for him. Whatever happened to Davis Serini? A uh, Davis, he kind of, I guess he retired. He went back and started working in, I think it's GIS. So I think he's back in Canada. But um, he had his his 30 days war with Beckloff and all that. And uh, he made his run at, at the internet and, and he did his thing. And I, I miss his philosophy. I really, I learned a lot about philosophy and stoicism and my vocabulary increased dramatically listening to Arini. But yeah, he... He dropped out and he went back to Normie World. So I think he's he's working somewhere in Canada. Nineteen eighty-five MBC, dollar ninety-nine. Male equivalent to Karen is MA uh, Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker. Charlie's kind of a cool name. I don't know if that's. What do you think, Charlie? It Fox reminds Trump. me of Charlie Sheen. So you know, Charlie Sheen's. I mean, he's crazy, but he's a badass. Yeah, he's a very crazy have... badass. I always like the you old know, Delta, Charlie, Echo, Tango. Charlie was like the, so I just love that. Nonstop, Trey, Aaron Cleary, brave and stunning life coach and influencer. 
Can you imagine you going like the male Operation Evil? You'll go RSD. I I couldn't. I just couldn't. I know. Um, I have too much material out there. Most people know who I am. Yeah. They wouldn't. I, and I'm, I know who I am. I don't mean know of me. I mean they know my personality, mm. and they know I'd be faking it. They. I, they, mean, uh, I man, I think that is our biggest hurdle to actually lie because, like, marketing. Of course, as you mentioned before, the the secret to marketing is advertising. Do it more. Sell more. Right. But there's a lot of these small, tiny lies in marketing as well. And you and I are not capable of doing it. I don't have the time. Well, and on top of it, we've, we've invested so much in my our infrastructure. Certainly me. I mean, a, a decade and a half of this shit. Look, now you can go back and look at some things. Like, oh, yeah, I was wrong there. The data has changed. or I was proven wrong. I mean, it's very rare. But I was always intellectually honest. I always said what I thought was the truth at the time it was likely to happen. And you build a reputation and you get people to follow you, you know, and especially admitting when you're wrong or you fucked up or something like that. You know, that's that's very key and important. But to constantly lie, fuck that. You got to be somebody else. The greatest thing about being an Internet media personality, whether you're broadcasting, YouTube, whatever, as long as you're yourself, you never have to act. You really don't have to add that extra bit of work. You don't have to remember. Think about all the conservative thoughts out there who really didn't believe in conservative or capitalism or whatever. We're just trying to sell capitalism through their tits. Do you know what a pain in the ass it must have been for them to every day wake up and act like they're, you know, either traditional or libertarian or conservative girls and to force their puny little brains to just know the words of what to say, but then to also understand it to a point that they are asked about it. They could potentially defend their position, but not really because they didn't thoroughly understand, you know, be it economics or political philosophy or anything like that. Hmm. I mean, that's why, I, I mean, are there any of them around anymore? They could only keep it up for so well, long. Lauren Southern retired. She got married and had a kid. I think well, okay. that's admirable. That's like walking the walk when you preach it is. this conservative hmm. stuff. It is. It is. But what happened to the rest of them? I mean, are they Tommy, still out there? Tommy Lauren is one. She's around, no. yep. She's, still, she's around. still around. And you got Candace Owens. Then you have Well, Shimon she's Pet. got a brain in her. That gal's like uh, our generation's Ann Coulter. Uh, Ooh, nice. Candace Owens is sharp. I, I like Candace Owens. Yeah, I saw your video on Philip <laughs> Schlafly. I couldn't, I could not, like, I thought you knew her. Stefan Molyneux, talk Bare, about her. Barely knew of her in the olden days. I mean, it was, I, I couldn't, like, Probably our teachers hated her, and that's why I heard it. Like Schlafly, like oh yeah, fucking schoolmarm, shut the fuck. And you know what? She was a she was a very beautiful woman, uh, especially for her age. But when she was younger, she was beautiful. She stayed in shape for her husband. Holy fucking shit! That was, I mean, and you watch the, you watch the Hulu, uh, preview for it, and Hulu doesn't realize it. Like they're trying to make it look like the feminists are the good people. Here's all these women that are dressed and in shape, and they showed the feminists as ugly, dirty, uh, disheveled women. And and it they don't realize what they just did. Maybe they're trying to like, look, big is beautiful, and we're trying to break beauty standards. It's like, no, you're not going to break beauty standards because men determine them for women. Women determine them for men. So all you did was put a bunch of ugly ladies in front of us. You, 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 know, you kind of painted them as the bad guy, visually speaking anyway. Uh, and Phyllis Shafley, and as much as you try to make her look like a bitch, 
because what's her name? Uh, forget the actress. She's in shape, and you put her in a nice dress. Sorry, that's pleasing to the eye. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to put a good woman in a good attire, you take Princess Leia and you put her in that bikini outfit with the ropes. Then you got guys like, yes, go kill the deaf people. Go. Do. Uh, <clears throat> Judd Grover, two bucks. Bachelor tax exists. Credits for marriage and children. Yeah. No, there, there are other forms of the bachelor tax. It's Obamacare is actually pretty big. Um, That's another one. Tax. Right. 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 Where I got to pay for birth control that I don't use. Right. Yeah. Right. Dr. Khan blog for two bucks. The only silver lining is how much will men make a take? How much men, how much will men take? Take. Yeah. Of all this crap. Yeah. They're not there. A lot of guys are going ghost. A lot of guys are going MGTOW. A lot of guys are going galt. I mean, you don't have to make that much to get by as a guy. You really don't. You just need a third to get by. I mean, I, I pick on Beckloff for living at home, but him and his, his dad are like totally bacheloring it up. They get by on very cheap uh, incomes. Um, I think men will just they'll just go fishing. I don't think men are going to strike back. They're just going to be like, I, "I've had enough. I'm going to go. I'm going to go fish." We and- won't. We seriously won't. And that's where stoicism comes in very well. The acceptance and realization of that your life can be very peaceful when you stop. Uh, when you when you, when you stop caring and being agitated by it and realize that they are the one who are frustrated and angry. Right. Well, it's it's not even that I want a toll of revenge. It's like, especially with, you know, that little minor cancer scare I had. I'm, not that I already wasn't aware of finiteness, but it was even reemphasized more. It's like, do I want to, and this is again why I'm, I'm kind of going to be okay if I like leave kind of the, the girl stuff you know, I'll bring it up every once in a while, if, if, if but you know, I, I'm okay with economics and operation evil going on to other things. Uh, but man, I don't, I've spent enough decades getting pissed off at parasites and, um, you know, socialists and communists and uh, other people who violate the law and are just, just parasitic people in general. But if you look at them, again, uh, life is going to do your punishing for you. And if you, you know, how much men will take? Well, you're going to take it all, but you're going to let go of the whole damn thing, right? Now, it's a big thing to let go of women when you're programmed or the whole point and purpose of you being here is probably to procreate with them. But if they've made it untenable, they've made it not worth it, it's not worth it. Now, plan plan B, stage two, plan number two, what do you want to do? Well, Cappy's going to go to Moab or <clears throat> Chad's going to go, go to Portland. Uh, Jack, you're going to go and spin your plates. Um, but take how much men will take what you're going to go and strike back you're going to go right to jail Mm-mm. you're going to get in trouble and then you really ruin your life for what you're not gonna well you're gonna strike back and convince <laughs> you're gonna convince now no one's gonna convince you're not gonna outdo the trillions of dollars and the decades that each girl gets when they well not each girl but uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars and and definitely decades of brainwashing each girl gets from k through college you're not gonna undo that it's just not the, it's just not this time guys it's not your time it's so cheesy when i say this but you know. here, i mean the best revenge and the best striking back is living a better life right. because as a guy when you work out you take care of yourself yada 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 don't have that be like me mm-hmm. you can reject these girls mm-hmm. and that is the true real striking back 
I when you say no to them. And that 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 is the moment where they finally realize, shit, I fucked up. You should ask somebody in the audience, maybe even the panel, if he ever was the first to dump a girl he was dating and how well she took that. Oh, hi, chat. Well. <laughs> Not well. <laughs> she wanted her revenge. And I've, I've been thinking about that, Chad, more and more. Dude, you got out of there. Because if they trapped you, I guarantee you there would have been false rape accusations oh, yeah. or some other. I mean, like you could be in jail right now. You could be in jail. And I'd be up there testifying. The girl was a bitch, Your Honor. A great A Kawanta. <laughs> no, he's completely innocent. Could you um, spell that, Mr. Clary? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, it's. You can say no. You can reject him if you want. I think it's just walking away. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, I see. I not not actually reject. Yeah, I think it's, and that's you. You men have to realize your entire life you've been told. I I'm told I'm supposed to have a steak on this menu. There's going to be steak on the menu. Well, you get to the restaurant. Well, we don't have steak. We're out of steak for this generation, the generation before you, and the generation after. May never even come back. Okay, but that white picket fence and marriage that's not going to happen. Okay, we have chicken though. We got a really nice fish dish. Matter of fact, we have all this other stuff you could sample. You just, you just can't have steak. You say, boy, I'm genetically programmed to want steak. I really want, yeah, but it's not there. And why, what I think a lot of guys got to do is realize it's not going to be there for the majority of you. Like the vast majority of it's just not on the menu. And you're going to waste your life begging and pleading, trying to figure out how to get steak. Tell the, tell the chef, tell the waiter, tell the maitre d', hey, if steak comes up, I'll take the first one you got. Okay, sir, what would you like in the meantime? And then, <clears throat> you know, it's, your career, your fun, your activities, your intellectual, uh, you know, Jack's case, you date a lot of good, Chad, you date a lot of gals. But hmm. the best thing or the at least the most respectful thing, the self-respecting thing men can do is to stop hemming and hawing and torturing themselves over this Yep, and, and get used to the concept. You know, there's going to be a lot of spinsters out there, but by mathematical reality, if there's a lot of spinsters, guess what? You can sell to them. That's no, there's a lot of force confirmed bachelors. If women are not willing to get married, which they're not. I know a lot of but most women want to get married. No, most women say they want to get married. Most women do not want to be wife material. Okay, so they, they want, don't. Well, yeah, you put it differently. Like they want to get married, but do not want to put the work in to be marriageable. Which, which is like, I want to fly, but I don't want to go and learn to get my pilot's license. Okay, so okay, yeah. so I guess you don't want to fly is the whole answer. I want to get married, but I want to put my career and my education and my youth and my partying and my travel first. Well, then you don't want to be a wife or a mother. You really don't because that requires you put that investment earlier on in your life. That They don't listen to what they say. Look at what they do. And when you look at that, that has huge ramifications for young men. Specifically talking to Dr. Khan's blog, no, you're not going to take it any. You're going to take it until you're dead because that's their decision. Unless you want to go and become a dictator and go straight to jail and you're not going to convince them. Okay. And in the meantime, I suggest you relook at your life, let go of the anger or rage or whatever <clears throat> and say, okay, what do I do? I mean, perfect example again is better bachelor, better bachelor, build a bus. I mean, there's the guy who's just totally zenned out. He's going to go do his own thing. Okay. All the guys in, in, in um, you know, Ryan Stone was lucky enough to find a girl. Rolo was lucky enough to find a girl. Um, uh, Rich Cooper, 
He got, and he's like, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, it, and, and there, is it what they wanted? Did they get, well, Rolo and Ryan got steak, but Rich didn't. Terrence Pop, did Terrence Pop get cake or uh, a steak? Nope. You uh, think Terrence Pop's ever going to order steak from the menu again? No. <laughs> no. That's the dog. Garia, no. He's, he's not, <laughs> not going to do it. He's not going to do it. So, yeah, Dr. Khan, I mean, because this is a dangerous line of thought. How The only silver line is how much will men take. Don't think that way because there's an indication of like revenge or you're going to, and they will come crashing down on you and you will go to jail. Go enjoy your life. I mean, look at Japan. You got the herbivore meal. Is that Japan? The grass eaters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they have retreated to their Nintendos, their waifus, things like that. Like, I don't agree with that, but no, 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 no. I don't agree with that. Absolutely not. Far from it. But, those are things that will happen. Men will retreat. They will either go ghost. They will either just bachelor it out, like date some women per month, per year, you name it. And most guys, like the um, the 80% rule, will retreat back to, like Clary, four-hour naps and fapping. Right, four-hour naps and fapping. <laughs> yeah, that's all I do. That's all I do. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> but I, I was hoping that – and. Now, to be intellectually honest and fair, women do have a genuine criticism against men here, where when given the chance, okay, women are off the table, what are men going to do? Well, men, the majority of them apparently are just going to watch porn, play video games, eat shitty food, and get fat, mm-hmm. and then block Chad when he's trying to run down the road. So <laughs> there, there is that, the eternal laziness across all of humanity, not just women, but across all of humanity is there. And I would like to see men do a little bit more self-improvement for their own sake, staying in shape, going on adventuring, uh, philosophy and intellect, I think, helping the younger men navigate this future world like we're doing here. But in the end, I, again, getting back to this, I, inevitably, I, you know, I, I'm not chasing after the girls no more. You know, I, I'd like to leave this. You know, it's, it's cute. It's academic. It's the only game in town. But inevitably, go your own way. You know, go. You know, when are you going? Stop telling us you're going. Go. same same criticism i have about feminists it's like okay you think feminists we don't need no man well that should be very liberating you should then do the same thing guys would do i presume you go fish you go travel you go have fun with your girlfriends you drink wine you actually have cats you like they're not a substitute go do it but But all we do is slam on men because it comes back to the point i made earlier we Mm -hmm. actually internally hardwired to like each other Right. So then let's up the game and get acknowledge a hardwiring. You're never going to get rid of it, but move beyond it. You're always going to have that tug. I mean, you see a hot girl figure, you're going to look no matter what. It doesn't even get to your frontal cortex. It stops at the brainstem and says, look now, you might be able to procreate with that and send your genes <laughs> on to many, many million years in the future. Um, <clears throat> it, it, that's never going away. But you can certainly get rid of the struggle and strife of con- – again, look at Better Bachelor. Look at Terrence Pop. I have a friend. I can't mention his name. But this guy has been a confirmed bachelor ever since I've known him, and he is more relaxed and chill. And he just does his thing, and he drinks his coffee, has a very peaceful life. That's a hell of a lot better than banging on the table. How do we get the girls? We can't get the girls. Look at what the girls are doing today. The girls, the girls, the girls. And and fine, we make money. It's intellectually interesting, but at a certain point in time, you know what is it? The 
the red pill cycle, you, you take the red, you go through some crisis and then you hit bottom and then you have red pill rage. And then there's the acceptance. Well, what I'm saying is we should then get on and live your life, like move past the women. And then, but other people then sit there Monday morning quarterback and understandably so ha ha look at the women and what they're doing. I told you so. That's what it really is. I and, and not necessarily irrationally so. You want to make sure you didn't piss away two decades. Like, was it something wrong with me? I'm pretty. What the fuck is wrong? Holy shit! It's not me. I'm saying you should celebrate for at least a decade. But how long are you going to celebrate that? Especially now that the internet has pointed this out for you. You know, it's all it's enlisted and enumerated and categorized. And books have been written about it. We have shows like this. You got it. We it it it's been the algorithm has been unlocked. We've unlocked the secret. Now let's derive final conclusions from this and move on in life. And go to Moab, ride the motorcycles. Uh, you know what? Whatever it is that you guys want, maybe find that nice quiet girl that you wouldn't have looked at before. Uh, maybe throw it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Here's a girl that could cook and treats me nice. Da, 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 da. This is better than you're ever going to find motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> you know, some, <clears throat> but for God's sake, free yourself. You spent, remember when you were four or five? Oh, great time. Remember summer yeah. vacation when you were a little kid? Super Nintendo, all Running the way. Running around, fishing, <laughs> big and still light. I'll what? let me stay up, dad. Sledding down the hills. Then at 13, you don't have your life. You lost your life because you were enslaved to genetics and biology and programming and the womans mm-hmm. and the girls. The girls. Now that you know, okay, fine. You're not going to undo your brainwashing. Your brainwashing, you're not going to undo your genetics. But at least give yourself the peace and serenity after you go through all this. Even with, I'll grant you a decade of celebration. Okay, like, holy shit, it wasn't me. I was right. I was the good guy. Uh, look at me now. I make the big, I make the six figs, bro. But I really do make the six figs and I've got no debt. And I, I, I mean, I'm every, but they still reject me. Ha, 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 little do they know. Okay, fine. Get that out of your system. But then move on. Then, then achieve a zen. Like, bring him up again, Beckloff. Beckloff. He's truly, you listen to his podcast, he's more interested in his, his comic books and his comic figurines than he has girls. You throw a redhead in front of him, he'll be all, yeah, he's not going to turn it away. <laughs> better Bachelor, better, you think Better Bachelor spends a second on the Tinder swipey app? No. <laughs> he's no just chance. got his buzz, he does the show. I mean, his, his purpose is doing the show. But I, man, just guys, for for the sake of it, once you're done celebrating, once you're done doing the victory dance, the I told you so dance, move on. At least in your own life. I'm not saying don't come back because it's not therapeutic. It doesn't help. But you've you you've won. Now stop wasting your time like you did under puberty, chasing after dog girls. And what should you make yourself? What should you make as the uh, the point of your own mental origin? You gotta make, make yourself, yourself your, your own point of origin. Focus, <laughs> origin focus of the point of the mentalness. Whatever, <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever that that long-haired short guy said in Reno. So, uh, so yeah, who that, hurt you, Cappy? Who hurt everybody? You? you know who hurt me? Rolo did by standing me up twice. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. All right, nonstop Dre for two uh, two bucks. Modern life dating memes are hilarious on Instagram. Yeah, they they do pretty. Sean's pretty good. 
Nimble Fred for five bucks. Fat acceptance. Not only will fatties be protected, but encouraging fitness will be prohibited. Um, they're still going to encourage like the curves model of fitness. You guys know curves. You got curves gyms. Yeah. It's we women got- only and it's for larger women and yeah. there's no shaming. There's no men allowed. And it's like lift the five pound weights for 13 seconds. Okay, girls, there's your workout. We're going for a walk. Pace yourself. It's all about like, I'm getting cardio. It's like, yeah, on a 250 pound frame. Um, it's, yeah, it's healthy, I guess, but it's it's not going to cure your heart disorder or it's not going to stop diabetes. Is this really uh, real? Yeah, look up yeah. Curves Gym. Yeah. I'm a big fan of it. You know why? Because you get a lot of clients that way? No, they stay out of the, you know, the gym I go to. Oh, like, yeah. 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 Uh, so there'll be that. Well, it's the same thing. We'll get to the lingerie thing, guys. I got Victoria's Secret. It's the same with lingerie. It's like, I'm a plus size model in lingerie. It's like, you don't get the whole idea of lingerie or working out, do you? You know, you really don't get it at all. Or health. It, it's, it really is the lipstick on the pig. It's like the pig doesn't, or the lipstick doesn't make the pig beautiful. It, it really does not. But all these pigs want to put on lipstick, you know? They want to go and work out at curves. They want to put on lingerie. They want to do the weaves and the nails. And they want to put on the sexy outfit when they go out. I find myself a man. <laughs> boom, boom. It's a Stay puff Marshmallow woman walking into the nightclub. <laughs> that uh, would they, make a much better old female Ghostbusters than the one they put out. No. Do you know a the new one they got? Mar- do you know the new one they got coming out? There's another one of those. I and it's, know. It's, I know it's an old female Pirates of the Caribbean that they're planning. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought they you got, tuned in to Red Evening. No, no. I just why I don't watch the news. Uh, they're doing like a new Ghostbusters, <laughs> and it's going to be all kids. I think one of them's in a wheelchair. I'm like, God, will you just bring back some fucking men in their thirties who saved the fucking world? Oh, <laughs> they're gonna go the paralegal route. Oh, the paraplegic? Oh, oh, edgy. <laughs> I, awful. I'm just like. <laughs> so it's just... a kid in a wheelchair, a blind one, and a, oh my god. Now, I don't know if it's gonna be a blind one, but it's it's like they found they found the old car and it looked like it was gonna be new. I'm like, okay, they're gonna get like some nerdy dopey guys who are all Americans who, who are underdogs. You know, that's the classic American. They're underdogs. <laughs> like they're ner- something, something. There could even be a girl there, you know, fine. Nope. It's kids and one's in a wheelchair, I think. And I'm like, okay, all right, never mind. Just, just never mind. I, I don't care anymore. But, uh, <clears throat> half dollar for five bucks. Operation Evil. Ass mirror, asshole Aaron whispering sweet lies to the Wamans. No, it's not going to be me. I can't use my name. It's going to be something else. There will, there will be. But oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I think maybe I'll just have to wait for my house to be built. Then I'll do Operation Evil. Then I'll have a layer to do Operation Evil from. Dude, these women will be dead by then. By the time you get that oh, what? completed, there will be a new batch. <laughs> Don't worry. There's new, more dupable batches on the way. I mean, the millennial gals, some of the older ones are now hitting their 40s. Don't worry. They're on their way. Uh, Chud Grover for two bucks. You think Hot Crazy Matrix will be obsoleted by 2040? I think they'll all be crazy. Yeah. 
I don't think they'll all be crazy. Um, I think the concept will still remain the same. Beauty corrupts women and prevents them from developing, uh, not intelligence. Someone corrected me technically. They, they will have a core intelligence. You have your, your core intelligence. They will present, prevent them from attaining maturity and wisdom. Empathy. Uh, empathy, yes. <clears throat> Selflessness. Um, so that will forever corrupt, uh, but it always kind of has. Uh, but I don't think the hot, crazy matrix will be obsoleted. Uh, who was it? Oh, I got to do a video. I got to do a video. But it was a perfect example. This guy met this girl online. She was very pretty, but she was like 42 or 43. No kids. He was all excited about dating her, Christian. Everything was lining up. <clears throat> and then she had these delusional expectations of this guy. He's like, you do know that's less than 1% of the male population. And she said, my prince is out there. He's out there. <laughs> so I got into a video called Your Prince Ain't Out There. But that's that, that'll be later on, maybe today. Um, but I agree with not settling for less. I agree with that. But, but, and there's a huge but. Honey, when you're in crippling student debt, your eggs are like dead. With ninety about ninety percent, something like that, when you hit thirty, you ain't got options. They're not there. I got a quick update with something. Yes. You remember yeah, how I, then I, I will speak wisdom to the agitated younger, but continue, brother <laughs> Elkins. Well, don't you remember I've told you a couple times about that pretty cute uh, client of mine who I occasionally hang out with, who had three hundred and fifty thousand dollars in debt. Yes, yes. Finally had a chance to catch up with her just yesterday. Do you think that guy stuck around when he eventually heard about that? I thought they were engaged. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, they she weren't engaged. just been dating oh, him. Just for dating. Okay. This motherfucker like gave the lamest excuse for like, you know, not <laughs> hanging out with her again. And I really do believe it was because he figured out quickly the, the girl is like a train wreck financially. Well, what was his excuse? Oh, it was some bullshit about, oh, you know, this whole... This whole stay-at-home thing, you know, has gotten me all anxious, and it's probably – it was just such a bullshit excuse. She, I've had never to. gotten a bullshit excuse in my life. Oh, I got to do my hair. Yeah. What else? She got hit by a truck, although that was given to me by somebody else. Uh, you know, yeah, okay. They could get the coronavirus uh, excuse. That's, I had uh, to return some videotapes. Yeah, that's my yeah. favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some lame ones. They're so lame, I couldn't believe it. Now, Jack, I know you're very upset. If we just let it go, what will happen? They will ruin themselves. Right. Could she still find a guy if she's in her 40s and is in shape? Yeah. She could. No she question. Could. <clears throat> is she going to have kids, though? Mm. Uh, she's going to run it out of It would be difficult and not without, well, certain chances of, well, you know, not being fully functional. Let's name it like that. But she it could happen. Could happen. Could she find a good guy right now? Yes. Takes care of her. Good finances. Yes. Somewhat charming. Yeah. Might be physically so. attracted to enough. I know she wants. <clears throat> she has the opportunity. Yes. It's it's dwindling. Is she going to settle for that guy? No. So what's going to happen to her? She will die alone. And she will waste her life. Now, if she didn't want to have kids and was okay with that life, that's fine. Then she didn't waste her life. But her prince is out there. 
She still believes that, okay? You don't have to strike back. You just have to stand aside and let them drive that car right off that cliff. That, that, so don't, don't ever get worked up. I saw you starting to get a little worked up there. Jack, you're a little little agitated like me. I'm trying to calm you down. <laughs> we're trying to make you we're trying to make you our our Dutch atom. Okay? <clears throat> we're very calm. You just take a drag from your pipe and you go run around in some caves. Okay? But That's I'm legal. <laughs> <laughs> legal too. He's got a work permit. I know. <laughs> Not all the Mexicans are illegal. Only 98% of them. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh but yes, yeah, so just that's the nice little exercise we all had. To everyone see how we calm Jack down now? And you don't have to, what are you going to go, save my lady over there? Oh, she's going to listen to you, Jack. Oh, wait a minute. The Twiggy Dutch guy said something. Oh, I should listen to him. I find that offensive. I know. Everything's offensive to you millennials. Uh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ow. I know, I know. Uh, <clears throat> oh, we got more Super Chats here. Uh, crazy Operation Evil. Ten dollars from Doctor Khan blog to clarify how much men will take if there are Orwellian measures when more men check out, and if we should be worried about declining aging population. I have a feeling that a lot of men will move to Southeast Asia, and maybe not even for the sex. They'll no. just move to other countries to be away from this all. Um, especially if their if their livelihood is threatened. Um. They'd move to different states where it would not be allowed. So this generation is kind of taken care of. I'm sure the local sheriff in Texas is not going to enforce the the uh, social distancing harassment rule. Um, so you'll be able to go to some safe zones, some other countries. Um, but I think men will just not breed. I think men will say, well, I'm not going to bring my kid into this. And again, they'll further remove themselves from women because there's a threat now of interacting with them, even on a platonic or a professional level. But again, men are already doing this. Men will continue to divest from women emotionally, financially, psychologically, educate. I mean, they're just going to move further and further back. <clears throat> and, you know, the, again, the future is the 1099 uh, superior race. Your, your real producers, your real production is going to be single dudes and dudettes who come up who got a great skill and they'll contract, but they're not going to the office. They're not going to deal with, with any of that. Um, and then the guys are going to be like, what? I, and I think what's going to increasingly happen more, and more the dude worlds are always going to flash off the wealth. They don't have, but the men that actually do have wealth, they are not flashing it off. I think these guys are going to run silent, run deep, and they're going to just shut up about how much money they have. Uh, maybe pass it on to their kids or not their kids, but their nieces and nephews. But I, I just see, there's already a fair amount of fear. Now there's going to be in the future more fear. And there, there's they're not going to – how much – they'll have to take it because the government has the guns. That's the law. And keep in mind, you have a bunch of soy boy feminist males who are about 30% of the male population who are going to vote for this. So once it's put into law, you got armies with guns that will make sure you obey it. There's nothing you could do to strike back except to not participate. Mm-hmm. That's it. You you will go on a strike, and not just marriage strike like Dr. Helen Smith's book. Good book, by the way. Um, you're going to remove yourself from any interaction. You know, like no, there's going to be all boys schools because they're going to be too afraid to go to school with girls. This is many years off into the road. But is I, uh, the um, 
MGTOW's Guide to Retirement in Southeast Asia for 200K worth it? The 50 bucks? I would say it is, and not even MGTOW Guide. It's because it, he goes through banks, lodging. The, the, the savings alone on travel, like, well, I should try traveling here. And, and he says, no, don't go there or don't go at this hotel. He already saved you the price of the book. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, did, I'd read it more as a tour guide than anything else. Did Where do we get this? Is that something? You got to go to MGTOWbooks.com. I think oh, that's okay. the only book. Yeah. Luca yeah. has, that's the only book that you have it up there. Uh, <laughs> Does he go into minimalism a bit as well? Like, hey, you can yes, do it. Yes, because with you... 200000 you have to do the early retirement extreme technique. I think it's only 5% withdrawal. Um, so you have that. Nonstop trade for two bucks. Most girls nowadays are. See you next Tuesday. Is laughing my ass off. I don't know if most of them are. It's, it, it's most girls a, are like, see you never. <laughs> most girls are lazy, you know, at least here. Like, why is everyone hey, walking around? Chad. Yeah. What's your experience with girls on dating apps who are just there out of boredom? So it's pretty obvious when they're doing that because one, they can't be bothered to put anything about themselves beyond just pictures of them. And another big tell, some people might disagree. If a girl like lists her Instagram anywhere in that profile, or sometimes it's the only thing she lists time waster. She just want attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of curiosity, what would you estimate the percent those that are on there are waste are just there for attention? I think it's gone up a ton in the last couple of months because everyone's sitting at home and they just want to feel validated. So originally, I would say, you know, probably one in four just wanted attention. Now, at least a third, maybe more, just want validation. All right, then that because I was looking at the whilst playing the swipey game, uh, a lot of them did seem to be serious. I mean, they, they, they seemed that they wanted to be dating, but for completely other reasons, uh, they were not qualified to do so. I didn't see any like, Hey guys, Oh my God. You know, like with cleavage hanging out or anything like that, but you, you set it to what 35 and up. So I could see the someday pictures. I actually went all the way to 42 or 43 because I wanted okay. you to see how many were delusional, you know, a 41 year old saying like, Wait. want kids someday. And, um, did you have it set 21 to 42? I think for you, I did. Like I tried to trend younger. Well, we didn't even see any youngins. They were all in their thirties and forties. Exactly. <laughs> like it's, it's pretty nasty on those things. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's such a waste of time. Oh God. Um, we should do like, a uh, a, a no, a no woman week. Where everyone in the red pill just takes a week off and we go do something else. I think that would be very good. I still mm-hmm. want your f- <clears throat> Nintendo Switch friend code so we can play online. <laughs> All right. We're gonna do <laughs> you don't know how to, how to I don't want to do learn how to do it. I don't want to. I have to learn how to do <laughs> shit. I got to look up a perk test. I had to do all this shit I don't want to do. I have to mm-hmm. test my webcam on my laptop, which doesn't work. <laughs> <clears throat> shit I don't want to do. Uh, Eleanor Rigby for five bucks. One more thing that the Corona Chan has shown is that many people die alone. Getting married, staying married out of fear of dying alone is irrational. Uh, yes, uh, because usually one of your your spouses dies and then you got to die alone. Mm. All right, cool. That's all for the Super Chats. Uh, are you guys ready for this uh, battery of articles from the Washington Post? Sure. I got I need to leave in 30 minutes, but I mean Yeah. All right. So let me 
Let me get here. All right. Uh, so I was tuning in to Turd Flinging Monkey, which is one of the podcasters I listen to but disagree with the most, but love his economic analysis and political analysis. And he's brought up twice now that Victoria's Secrets is moving to Asia because there's too many fat women in the Western world and that Asian women are thinner. And so I, I was like, okay, is this true? I got to look into it. And so here's the article from the BBC, Victoria's Secret shift image with new faces for Asia. Um, <clears throat> U.S. lingerie retailer Victoria's Secrets has unveiled two new brand ambassadors as it looks to Asia to reverse its struggling fortunes. The appointment of popular actors Yang Mi and Zhao Dongyu marks a change from using models to represent the firm. It also appears to be a shift away from U.S. brands' overtly sexualized image. The high-profile partnerships come even as an agreement to take over the company looks to have collapsed. On Thursday, Victoria's Secrets appointed Chinese A-lister Miss Yang as its Asia brand ambassador. She is one of China's most successful and highest-paid actors who has appeared in TV dramas that are hugely popular in Southeast Asia, South Korea, and Japan. All right, so they're just outside of China, too. Miss Yang suggested that her involvement with the brand was part of a reshaping of its image through a completely new interpretation of how to make sexiness a natural expression in life and it to become a more positive and beneficial force. Uh, ba 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 da ba. Legal battle. What happened, guys? Someone's coming in loud and hot. Um, I think it's you, Chad. There's nothing going on. Oh, there we go. All right, it's better now. Um, all right. So they talk about how they're going on uh, their China, uh, Asia. They've targeted that. Now, this is part of a continuation of a trend because according to fashionista, which is of course, one of my favorite websites to read <laughs> Victoria's secret fashion show is in 2017 in Shanghai. In the 2017 Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, airing on November 18th, is a full of firsts, a high-profile collaboration with Balmain, a whopping 16 newbies, a more diverse lineup, including seven, well, actually eight Chinese models, up from last year's record number of four, <clears throat> and in probably not much of a coincidence, a far-flung Shanghai location where the brand just opened a four-story, 25,850-square-foot flagship in February. Victoria's Secret surely has its eye on the prize. China's women's underwear market is rife with opportunities expected to grow by nearly $26 billion in 2021, up nearly 22% from $21 billion in 2016, according to market research. Blah, blah, blah. Booty, boo, booty, bee, beady, bee. All right, follow me so uh, so far. Guys, yeah? Yeah. Hello? Okay. So you're saying, okay, I could see where TFM and other people are saying Victoria's Secret is moving to China to get the thinner ones. However, we did all know this. You did know that Victoria's Secrets was failing here in the United States and Western Europe as well. Yes. Right? And yeah. the primary reason was why? Because of the uh, fat acceptance? No. The other way around? No. Um, no idea. Lack what? of, like, no target customer? Where, where do you buy Victoria's Secret? Oh, in the malls. There's you no got malls. It. Right. Even Fredericks of Hollywood closed down many years ago. And now everything has gone online. Okay. Victoria's Secret, fashioning themselves more of a high-end brand, uh, they maintain their stores, which is one of the reasons. So then they started closing down the stores. So let me find it here. Nope, that's not it. Um, oh, there was another article. Uh, never mind. They cite online sales margins um 
And then in 2019, guess what they did? And here's where it gets interesting. Um, I, I no idea. 2019, no. they canceled the Victoria's Secret show forever. No. Ooh, the right. catwalk thing? The catwalk thing. So that's oh gone. God. That's done now. Okay? So now there's evidence that it is this fat acceptance movement. And if you read now, of course, this is if you want to believe the Washington Post and they make me want to turn off my browser, <clears throat> which I don't want to do. But this was written by uh, some woman uh, in the Washington Post in 2020 in February. Five factors that led to Victoria's Secret's fall. She does not cite uh, high margin cost physical stores, but she says Victoria's Secret's was one of the most resistant to change in diversity and fat acceptance. I remember that. <clears throat> it so Victoria's Secrets was holding out. They were throwing up the fat models. They're still doing the the uh, the show as early as 2020, uh, 2019 until they uh, closed it. Now here's this Flair magazine. I'm sure you guys did it. We did it. The Victoria's Secrets fashion show is canceled. Written by Catherine Singh, which is a East Indian gal. Which uh, side note, gentlemen, especially East Indian gentlemen. Man, feminism has taken over your country and your culture. Um, I've heard about that. It's not like one out of every three of these articles you read from the West is now written by an East Indian woman. <clears throat> so uh, good luck to you gentlemen out there. Uh, Victoria may have a secret, but now she doesn't have a fashion show. On November 21, it was officially announced after 23 years, lingerie brand Victoria's Secret is canceling its annual fashion show. According to Fortune, L Brands, the company that owns Victoria's Secrets, said the decision was part of a move to evolve the messaging of the company. Well, CFO Stuart Bergdorfer said that the brand will continue to communicate with customers via social media and other campaigns. It'll be nothing similar in magnitude to the fashion show. As you, and this is the woman writing, as you guys, I'm so, I am so proud of all of us to be quite honest. It's the consumers that did this. We've been pretty unhappy with the brand for years between their blatant cultural appropriation and narrow conceptions of what a woman should look like. They were becoming increasingly irrelevant in a post-savage ex-Fenty world. I don't know what that means. Hmm. While the company denied that the cancellation is related to declining sales, the fact remains the company's sales have been in declining since at least 2016. According to Funch, Funk Fortune, with a 7% dip in the last quarter. And you can't Argue the facts, BB, put an explanation, because this is a professional journalist. This feels like one of the first few instances where outspokenness and outcry led to actual tangible change against the big dogs. I, for one, am, am thrilled, and I am not alone. Here's what the cancellation means for the intimates industry and Victoria's Secrets moving forward. The cancellation has been a long time coming. I'm just going to go through these abbreviated. It's a sign that things are changing. Uh... It's model horse and pony shows evidence of what bubble gum, pink bedazzled stuff the company's putting out. People aren't buying it anymore. Uh, if Victoria wants, they'll have to change to <clears throat> sexy through only one lens. And now the change redefining beauty, um, fat acceptance and all that other stuff. So she's proud victory for feminism and all that other stuff. Uh, so, let me close out of all these. So <clears throat> it may be right that TFM is right. Victoria's Secret says, forget it. We're going to Asia. <laughs> and so what they're going to see, because LB Brands, I think they own Bath and Body Works. 
what they might do is now diversify this and say, okay, here's your moo-moo lingerie for Western women. But they're going to go to Asia, I think, because at least those gals want to be feminine. They can have their little skimpy lingerie. Why would Victoria's Secrets want skimpy lingerie and not large volumes of cloth lingerie? Because that's what we're going to pay attention to or scantily clad. No, no. The... They are right. The number one consumers of lingerie is not men. It's women mm-hmm. in the United States. So now fat women think they're beautiful because they buy something sexy, but then they put it on this disgusting canvas. But they're, that's makeup world. That's makeup on a pig. That's imagination land where they get to think that they're beautiful because they bought a, a slinky outfit. Right? Why, why would a clothier want to sell skimpy little stuff as opposed to yards of fabric because of the costs saves uh, costs. Right. And so I have a feeling not only is China a growing market, I presume lingerie would be a a luxury good. It's not necessary. I suppose. I I think there is some validity that this uh, big is beautiful beauty at any size has driven Victoria's secret out of the Western world to now target Asia they're going to, okay, fine. Here's your moo-moo dress. We're going to charge a couple extra dollars for it, by the way. But I'm going to be very curious to see what type of lingerie forms overseas versus that of the Western world. Uh, it's going to be great, and it's <laughs> going to be awesome. That's it. And and just getting back to what we were talking about before, they want to believe big is beautiful. So now, it's, And you're just going to watch that car drive to- <clears throat> off that cliff. Used to get me angry because what is sexy attire in women really for? For us to enjoy. For men. Supposed for to be. And, and for women to attract the men, assuming they want the men. Now, are men part of this formula anymore? Not in the West. No. And should you get upset? No. Mm. No. That's their choice. Women want to make believe they're beautiful. They want to wear plus-size lingerie. Knock yourself out, girls. What will they very not likely have? A partner. They will not have life. their prince. He's out there. I'm just in kidding. Asia. My fat line in Asia, right? Never settle. I will. I have found one place that does not put plus size models on the front page. They still know men are the number one. Well, maybe not. Maybe not anymore. They still are advertising to the concept of women who do their men the kindness and courtesy to stay in shape and know that men want to buy the women lingerie. Uh, They do not put plus size models on the front page. You can select plus size later on, but all the other major clothiers, uh, what is it? There's Fredericks of Hollywood. And I think Yandy is the other one. Yeah. Those, those two were competing when Yandy went online first and then almost put Fredericks of Hollywood out of business. And there's another one, which I'm afraid to tell because then I'm sure all the fatties are going to go and complain about it. Hmm. You know? so, did you, but, did you happen to see the one I sent you the Dutch brand? Yeah. I forget the name, like Herkimer's or something like that. Almost close. Hunkermuller. Herkimer. Okay. So. No R hunker. Like hunk. Okay. Hunker, hunker Miller. Miller. Mellow. No R at the end of that one. At the end of that one, there is an R. Oh. At, the, at the end of the first part, there isn't. Hunk of Miller. Close enough. Oh, <laughs> but they even have a section on the website, what do men like? All thin models. I was like, wow. Yes. yes. I'm gonna, maybe we'll have to order and pay extra money. 
to get that all delivered. What's the one you were just talking about, though? I'm not going to say it because I don't want I don't want the fatties to go over there. Yeah, you're not displaying the fatties regular oh. enough. Ah! I, I mean, just you know, it, it's don't worry, they'll be co-opted, it'll be taken over. <sighs> but for now, I just want to be able to like, if the GF wants something pretty, it's like, oh, let's go here. We look. Oh, what about this? What about that? Oh, Could that's you a send nice me one. Those let's get articles. That one. Just, I don't know. Search Victoria's Secrets Asia because I closed out of all of them. Um, so there you go. I just want to point that out that it is that they, <laughs> Victoria's Secrets, at least one of the reasons they're moving overseas is probably because of the, the uh, plus size women. Uh, Dr. Khan, blog for two bucks. Millennials are boring. The competent man, five bucks. LB brands owners of Victoria's Secrets tried to sell Victoria's Secrets to Sycamore Partners, but the deal failed. It looks like the brand has been destroyed. Yeah, it could be. It could be. So maybe they're going to try and sell it overseas. Uh, but it's sad that sexiness no longer sells in the United States. Yeah. Um, it's, <clears throat> or at least that's going to be on its way out. So they have that there. Uh, do you want to feel good story? And then we'll get out of here. Sure. sure. Okay. Star Tribune. Suddenly jobless at 60, a Minnesota couple faces hard and unexpected choices. Like millions of others, Gary and Liz Steigen are at a particularly vulnerable age now, too young to retire and too old for a job market full of options. Gary and Liz Steigen were on their spring vacation a couple months ago when the coronavirus outbreak cut it short. Just days after arriving back home in Coon Rapids, both were out of work. Now they wonder if they will ever work again at 61 and 59. The Steigens and millions like them are at an age that is particularly vulnerable during hard times. Too young to retire and too old for a job market in which employers' options have exploded. Nobody's going to hire us at 60-something years old, said Liz, who passes that mile post next year. Now all of a sudden we're facing a new chapter in our lives that we really thought we'd had a few more years to plan for. Let me ask you this. Do you think either of these people are engineers or doctors or nurses or anything? Doesn't sound like it. Nope. Here we go. The hair salon where she's been a stylist for 30 years closed in mid-March. Should we give a flying fuck about this fat bitch? Not so far. No. (laughs) Gary's job as a regional facilities manager in Cabela's in Rogers was eliminated later that month. Uh, And he is now collecting severance. They ponder next steps amid other constraints. Their retirement savings have eroded because of the broad decline of stocks and other investments. And they're taking care of Liz's 83-year-old mother who is undergoing cancer treatment as a result is even more vulnerable to the virus. Even so, the couple have been saving money for years. And so far, nobody close to them has encountered the virus. There's a lot more people, pandemic, percentages, advisors, unprecedented easing into retirement. Um, I'm just scrolling through. The guy who sent this to me said to read through the comments section. Um, Here is one called SW Lady 3. I started a second career at age 56 after being laid off from my 20-year-plus career. I'm in my 17th year on my second career. It's not always easy, but it can be done. And in my case, it has been for the best. Uh, I feel for the couple don't want to work, blah, blah, blah. There was a couple of them in here. I started a new career at 65 working for a software company with mostly 30 years olds. If you think no one will hire you after 55, your prophecy will come true. If you can figure out a way to bring value to employer, you can do it in the gig economy. Your, your choice. So that's good. 
There are a bunch of them in here <clears throat> where they're complaining. I'm 70 and had 70, uh, 20 years of my retirement funds wiped out in the last Republican recession. <laughs> while the CEO of my financial disaster company took a $22 million bonus. Now with only a few years left to survive on another Republican recession is here. I'm really paying attention to how to get into homelessness. I have a dog and I will fight to the death to give her a good life come hell or high water. I just like to thank you sarcastically for all you friggin' Republicans. We have had the worst case society. It's all your, your bladder repair. So she's not doing one. Uh, 20 years. Good article. Darn it. Five to last three career. Anyway, it's just the, maybe they've added more comments. It's just nice to hear that people who didn't start saving for retirement until their uh, 60s are now suffering. That's what I'm always surprised at. I like I told you, right? A couple mm. of weeks ago, 74-year-old client, uh, customer, whatever you want to call it. And I'm like, why are you still working? <laughs> you are 74. <laughs> what did you do the past 40 years that you still have to work? And don't give me this, maybe he wanted to work. No, he didn't. No. Nobody at 74 <laughs> wants to. Okay, maybe I'm, I'm 45. Okay. I don't want to work anymore. I, I get tired okay. of looking at your mugs. That's it. <laughs> when I, when, the, I, when I taught these finance classes, it was hilarious. And you want to see me put on a face. I'd say, okay, introduce yourself as a student so everyone gets to know each other. And the number of, well, I'm 58 or I'm 62, and it's time to get serious about retirement. And they'd ask me questions like, is it possible to retire at 65? And I'd, well, with some luck and some hard discipline, you might be able to retire at 70, which was basically mathematically impossible. And How just, did that make you feel? Tell it made that. me feel good. It <laughs> made me feel good. This was when I was training to learn more judo of the mind rather than yelling and screaming at people and trying to make things just I just learned to let Tilly give me her, I don't know, 45 bucks or whatever. And I did that. Um, I may, Oh, Chad, I got to talk to you about something while you're here. Yeah? I'll let you go. Uh, have you heard of this teachable.com thing? No, no. What's that? Well, okay. So uh, Donovan Sharp put together his, his um, womanese class, and it sold. He, he made a ton of money off of it. And so I'm kind of like, huh, maybe I should get back into the teaching rack and Teachable is this, this platform. Why don't I have to share it with the other company <clears throat> and deal with their, apparently Teachable is very open with what you teach, like, mm. you know, how to speak womanese. So I guess they let that go. So I guess they'd be more libertarian or libertine and what's allowed out there. Can you think of like, you know, like a seminar you'd want to do taxes, do's and don'ts or something like that that would be in demand? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Let's look into it because I, I got a couple ideas. Anybody in the discussion room, email me or Chad or put it not in the comments section, the, the chat. Don't put it in the chat room. Put it in the comments section because I've, I've done finance seminars before. I know I got all these books I've written, um, but at the same time, maybe you guys want something different. I don't know. Maybe there's something out there. I mean, the second you said that, like 10 ideas popped into my head, which would be useful. You know what I should do? Dating as a short guy. I should do a seminar. We could do that together. Hi, we're short guys and we date. They're short guys. What does it mean to be short, Chad? Well, Aaron, it means that you're not tall. A very interesting <laughs> definition, sir. Yeah. All right. That's it. Uh, you guys want to plug your shit? Yeah, sure. Dun, dun, dun. Link to the YouTube channel is in the chat. Subscribe to the damn channel. There you go. 
There you go. Subscribe, subscribe to this one too, guys. If you haven't, that we get notified when we do. And I try to do an Old Wood Brother podcast. Cappy, you gave me an idea, by the way. Yeah. Which, for some odd reason, didn't strike me before. I'm just gonna put truth on a T-shirt. That'd be brilliant. Do it. Yeah. Install it. <laughs> But, Until Karen bans it because <laughs> Red Bubble wouldn't allow me to put a decent print on the shirt. It's like, no, we want this kind of image. And I'm like, Ugh. so Actually, I need to find something uh, new. Speaking of which, I went through Teespring and so far I'm putting it in the chat room now, guys. You can get your Corona Chan mug. Uh, let me see if it's still up. I'm going to put it in my browser. It's there. I just took off Corona Chan. Nice. So maybe a weird question, but you still have that mug of me, right? Oh hell yeah, it's right over okay. there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not, not getting that. Not like that you dropped it or something. No, there's like this really, really, really infinitesimally small outside chance you might become successful in life, and I want to have the mug, so I have like you know the one mug, and it's then it's worth something. And he calls me gay, Chad. He calls <laughs> me gay. <laughs> Man, it's gonna stay. <laughs> Chad, uh, what do you got? Uh, you can find my information on elkinscpa.com. We've got a, my dad and I, we have a tax guide out, uh, Elkins Comprehensive Tax Guide for 2020, and that's on Amazon. Um, you know, it's odd. I get people that continue to subscribe to my channel on YouTube, but the only problem is I have no content. So I don't mm -hmm. know why they're doing that. But. Well, we need uh, some guy named Nick sent us a request. We'll have to do that later. He wanted your help on this. Guys, send me the request to assholeconsulting.com. Don't send it to my Cappy Cap account. If you do send it to my Cappy Cap account because you try to send it through my Asshole Consulting site, say, I tried to send it to your Asshole Consulting site and it was down or it didn't work. And then for those of you who have sent me a request at Asshole Consulting, please check your spam mail because I respond to all the emails that get over at Asshole Consulting. I sent out some reminder emails. Uh, so you do have a YouTube channel, but it's only to describe to other places. Yeah, like I just log on to this one because it has my name and that badass right. uh, turn uh, Terminator picture, but I don't put videos out. You don't. Have, he has no videos, no nudes, <laughs> not yet. Okay, all right, we'll get that. All right, that's it, gentlemen. Uh, for me, if you guys would kindly get the book "How Not to Become a Millennial," originally written by me, edited and published by Vince Barrick, my other flagship book, Bachelor Pad Economics. And then while you're worth it, uh, get the book, The Pence Principle. I think this is going to become very important in the future because if my fears about social distancing law and uh, the criminalization of normal male behavior becomes more common, you're going to want to read The Pence Principle and learn to protect yourself from the false accusations of women. Uh, reconnaissance man, uh, how to explore the United States and figure out where to live. Worthless. Don't major in stupid shit, but you won't be able to next year because all the schools will be going to be closed. <laughs> Enjoy the decline, accepting living with the death of the United States. The black man's guide out of poverty because we hate black people. We don't want to get out of poverty. And Curse of the High IQ, a must read for everybody listening right here, right now, because you are smarter than the average bear if you're tuning into this podcast. Do we have any more super chats? Uh, I don't no. think we do. Awesome. Chad, will you take us out correctly? Toodles. Boom.